The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. And we are up and running. It's a Monday. What is up, everybody? It's BVB, the Bostonian Verts of the Book. Good. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, Stucky from the Action Network, I guess, has a lot to say. Yeah. He's coming on in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing like a Pharrell Friday, Stucky Monday? <laughs> we told him that road. <laughs> I told him the, the floor is yours. You can say whatever you want, however you want, to whomever you want. Oh, whenever you want. Here we go. So be ready. It's coming <laughs> in hot. Only here. And he's doing his own podcast. He probably had a little therapy session there. Yeah, it's good. Good. We're the post therapy right. session room. You know, we'll, sometimes we'll, that's where it really comes. Yeah, out. we'll get the real honest truth. Right. He's, he's, he's worked out the point a little bit on his own podcast. Mm. Come out and refine it a little bit mm. and give it to us. He's Dave Sherapin. I am Matt Perrault. Sports Good Replay. How are you? YouTube, Twitter. What's up, guys? Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Let the record be sure that Dave was sitting down before me today. That might be a first. I got the text from you that said you'd had a hell of a morning. I said, I ain't bothered him. I ain't asking no questions. I'm just getting my ass to the show and let's do the show. Yeah, I was working you. on Stucky, making sure all that was taken care of. So you didn't have to worry about any of that. Thank you. We beat the chat in here. You guys are late. <laughs> Subscribe to the show. They're, they're so you like ain't late. Well, I mean, we've got them conditioned at like 10 means 1030 Pacific time. 10, so. 10. 10, yeah. 10 is the start time of the show. What time did school? 10, 10. What time did school start for you in the morning? Do, do you remember what time did school start? Yeah. Did you have a start time? Seven fifty was high school. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't get there. Oh was, well, we started at seven fifty. What? And then we had homeroom for ten minutes. And then the first class was at eight. What time? Did you what get we at, did. What time did you get out of school? Uh, practice after school, two thirty-five or two thirty, two forty-eight, something like that. Two oh five for us on yeah, the nose. Yeah, is two, what we got. I think it was two forty-eight. I always would used to ask the teachers, "Could somebody tell me why it's two oh five? Like, what the hell's the Nobody point of a two oh five? They said, "Oh, well, it's the time. There's five bells, and it's one minute. You have one minute to get to class, which was never enough time." No, nope. never so, enough. Time. So you had one minute to go to and fro to get there, to get into your seat. One bell rang. You ran one minute. Bang, got to get the next one. So by the time it ran through five minutes, that's why it's not two o'clock. It was two o five. Remember when people used to like make out in the hallways? You ever do that? In between no. classes? No. It used to bother me. I'm like, what are you doing? Kissing? Just kiss after school. I guess there's got in, one minute wow. to get between class. We, you would get in major trouble at my school if you were caught doing that. Oh, they knew that what was, they knew what hallways to do it in and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got caught kissing by in the school. <laughs> well, yeah, so that was in, in our school. It was yeah, it was downstairs in the cafeteria. There was a little area people would go run run off to. I just left right. school. It's easier. 
why even be there? <laughs> if I wanted to do that, it was just, I just left. Yeah. See, this isn't, this is what you're not supposed to Open say. campuses. This is all pre 9-11. This is all pre, you know, school shootings and everything else. But, but when I was in high school, we had open campuses. It was Same. open campus. So you yeah. come and go as you please. You know, you can I had, leave for lunch. Yep. You can leave for lunch. I had first period. I designed my senior year. So first period and eighth period were my, or my open periods. So I showed up whenever I wanted to. And then I left when I, I left early. And so I had it all on lock. Whose idea so, was that? I don't know. Mine. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good. I was like, okay, so I go late. I leave early. That's good. The problem was like I've mentioned before, if after first period, I'm like, I don't feel like going and it didn't go. <laughs> so See, this is, can't <laughs> leave the option yeah. there. I was like, um, oh, fuck it. I'm not going today. Ah, <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going today. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, I'd yeah. get the whole, you get the, you know, after like three or four, you get the letter sent home. Your son has missed three days of school this semester. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so, oh. yeah. All right. Let's get into this before Stucky comes and we'll get some of yep. these cool stories out of the way. Yep. We'll go kind of in the order of which these games went. Okay. So let's start. We have three football games left, by the way, all for the whole year. Three. three. That That's sucks. it. Three. That sucks. Why? Why? I mean, are we like, aren't you close to being done with it? Seriously, it's enough. Uh, Stucky is saying, by the way, the camera is not available. Oh, just FYI. Just got that email from Stucky saying, oh, keep saying that camera is not available. I don't know what that means. That's a first. Tom, to turn his notifications off. Oh, that's you. But also, I think it has to do if his if he's trying to do it on his phone. I don't know, but on the computer, it's a setting on your computer. It's a set that to recognize the camera. But oh, not, okay. not sure where he is today. If it's phone or if it's in his house. Um, down to three in the book. W- w- because we're heading into the college basketball, hockey, and basketball, NBA basketball time. Does it feel like you're coming to the end of a marathon? No, it's just, I mean, guys are planning their vacations. They're already going this third week of February. And oh, that's the vacation week? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Either that or or the end of the month, everybody leaves. It's been doing this nonstop for six months. They go somewhere usually warm um, or just get away from all this. So you're building up to that. And for those of us that are lifers, you you staring at the abyss that is college basketball every day and the NBA and you're dreaming about baseball and, and, and working on things and ideas and numbers and looking ahead to that. But, you know, you realize Sunday is it. I mean, there's not even anything Saturday for the first time in six well, months tonight. This, this is the Saturday. first I mean, we, we have nothing on a Monday. We had a Monday night playoff game last week. Yes. So true. even though we didn't have the week prior, yeah, we, we have, you know, Monday night, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's for me, it's the realization that like, I, because I do just the picks and I bet every day, it's another game, another day. It's All just right. a, a turning of the page. Yeah. So it's not this like dramatic end. The difference is the work. I feel like the work to do what I do every day increases outside of football than Thank inside you. of football. Thank you. Absolutely right. right. Yes. You I agree. I work. You know harder. what I do during baseball? Yeah. It's busier. 
Yeah, it's busier. It, well, it, it It's heavier lifting in terms of digging deeper into correct. the stats. Yes. Because football, the content is so available, right? It's so in your face. The, heck, the NFL sends me an email every single week that has right. capsules in every game. Yes. Tells me different stats and information and things to look for and things to watch. So, like, there's a lot of things that go into football. The rhythm of it is more simplistic. You understand that here we go prepping Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, game it's one Thursday. game a week. Yeah. Right. Like the, the regular everyday sports are playing three, four, two. They're playing multiple games per week, so multiple cities, multiple matchups. There's a lot more yeah. going on. And then the content, I mean, Stucky's going to come on and talk about the content space and where the content's going. It's all the same bullshit. Like we're all using a lot of talking about the same stuff. And, yeah. you know, you wonder where people are going and what the hell they're talking about and different things like that during football. Sounds a lot of same shit. So yeah. yes, it's going to get busier. Yes. It, it, it's funny because I, I like to do postmortems to look back kind of like how did the year go and, 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 and yeah, just look back on the season and what I did well with and what I didn't oh. do well with and parts of the, what I bet well, what I did not do well with. Yeah. And like, for the most part, this is not a good NFL season for me, but playoffs last year were abysmal playoffs this year have been right. Good. have been very yeah. good for me. Yeah. And I kind of went back and was looking at like why, and I realized I stopped reading and looking at the noise, listening to the noise. Oh. I really tuned everything out oh. and I stopped the, because oftentimes I get my, I do my handicap and then I'll go read stuff to see what exactly am I missing something. Right. And did I miss a stat? Did I miss it? Yeah. And I realized I just can't, I realized I just have to just uh, hockey taught me oh. hockey taught me to ignore it all. What I've oh. done in the what I've done in the NHL over the last five weeks, yeah, because there's no one writes up hockey. There's no, no in, really well, rare. People, there are some, a lot but of it's people not, that do. Yeah, it's not as widespread as right. as it is. Right, we aren't seeing the same type of level of um, in depth stats breakdown that we see from like a DVOA situation with football outsiders and like all these different sites. I don't even want to begin to tell you that it's probably more in depth. And any other sport than baseball, the hockey write-ups. But I don't want to tell you where to find it because you'll get in your own head. Oh, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I mean, I, know. I, I don't, I don't want to know where they are. I'm not telling you. Because I just I look at my own stats and I just pull my own numbers well, and pull my own stats and come up with my own It's going good. Who gives yeah. a shit? Right. It's going good. Gives, so that, so I, I feel like there's a lot of noise right, right now. A lot. Yeah. And there's going to be more coming. Speaking of the noise. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's ready to go. He's bringing the noise. Farrah, put him on whenever you want. Whenever you, whenever you, he's we, ready. Whenever he he's ready? ready, you can go ahead and, and throw him on for his return. Oh, man. What's yeah. up, Stuck? He is the yeah. one and only Stucky from the Action Network joining us here on Bostoni versus the Book. Fix your hair up for this or what? You look great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just did my I just did my own podcast. Uh, Big Bets on Campus. A little oh. plug. By, by the way, Matt, you, yeah. uh, you are you you're doing content right now telling people to tune everything out that's not the most effective way to I, I would say just me I mean I'm just talking about I'm not saying tune it out I'm just saying my own bets if you want to if you're listening to me for yeah. my bets if you're coming yes. to me for my content I'm just telling you where I've been I'm not saying turn the content out the whole space I'm just saying tune my own for me <laughs> hockey has been very good for me by not by not looking up anything besides just doing my own research on my own stuff. And so in, in football, and everything playoffs, out so. but this, but this, and then uh, my podcast, that's it. Your podcast is phenomenal. I mean, look, it's, you, we, 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 last time we had you on, 
you didn't just sweep the board. You'd annihilated the board with the prop you gave everybody. So like, I'm not telling people where to go to get their content or their information. I'm just saying for me, because I bet every day now that I've got to figure out what works for me. And right now, just not listening or reading and just keeping myself locked on me is what I'm doing. Well, yeah, that's the, the content space right now is, and this is what I was ranting about this last night. I wanted to talk about it today, and yeah. but Dave, Dave, as always, is uh, very gracious and willing to let me <laughs> rant. But it, the space is devolving into such a cesspool of like I, I can't send a tweet out without getting a fixed bot tweet, right? And people don't like oh, here DM me for fixed games. I someone told me the amount of people that are signing up for this. It's like people don't know. Like number one, no one oh, has no. a fixed game that is publicizing it. Like if they have a fixed game. It is a hush hush. Right. We just have to get this down. Do not tell anyone. They're not selling it for fifty dollars on Twitter. Number <laughs> one, uh, that's everywhere. It's got to right. stop. Um, yeah. And it's, it's ruining the space. It's like the end days of the forums. And then you have, I mean, I'm not even. I don't even worry about Twitter. Go to TikTok. The amount of people that are saying that they are pro betters uh -oh. that are just ripping off money mm. or you know ripping off something from an article and then charging what like six dollars a day listen there's very few exceptions a couple you know people that bet for a living that are selling picks right very few exceptions but why i take the blanket rule f all touts because everyone's going to say they're the exception Most you can part, say whatever you are, want by the way if you need to swear to get it yes, out you're more than welcome we're to. clean yeah, we're, just, we're, yeah. we're people yeah. that uh, for the most part 99 percent of the time people that are saying the professional sports bettors are what? not charging six dollars a day for their picks Correct. And if you want to know if they actually are or not, there's like I subscribe to a couple because I got to know why when the market's moving. They'll move the market, right? Those right. are the, we know the right. exceptions, right? If you're getting a pick from, uh, you know, you're paying for a pick and the market doesn't move immediately, it's not worth it. Trust me. And that person's not betting for a living. Right. Um, so there's just so much, you know. And look, there's a lot of people that are on Twitter to get accounts because a lot of you know betting for a living is networking. It's almost just as Ooh. important as betting. There's so people now that are, are robbing accounts and not explain, I mean, explain this to people because I've had more people even come to me about, do you know anyone that can get accounts? Can you help me get accounts? What does that mean to someone who doesn't know or live the business? Can you explain it a little bit so the newbies can understand it? Yeah. I mean, if, think about if you're a professional better, which, which I'm not, right? A professional right. better is someone that relies on it for their sole source of income or their primary, I guess you should okay. say. Um, so if you're trying to get money down, right, it's difficult. You'll get limited, right? You're professional yes, better. Quickly. You're winning. Yes. So how can you get money down? That is the biggest problem. So you have to meet people, network and get accounts. So if I go to Vegas and I meet somebody, right. And uh, they say, Hey, look, I have an account that I can give you, you can bet through it and you know, you, and you get a percentage of it. Right. And that's, and then basically you just try to collect as many cuts. Now look, those are probably going to end up getting limited and it's just, a, it's a constant. Wow. Uh, and that, that's just, that's what it is. That's in right. order to get enough down, you have to collect accounts. Everyone on Twitter, almost everyone, they're just out for their own self-interest that you have to always keep in mind. Yes. Same, same with me, same with everybody. Right. But now there's people, you got to be careful. There's people that are, I'm hearing more and more of this where people are like, Hey, I'm a professional better. Can I have your accounts? They'll run up the account. And look, you know, professionals lose too, but these are people that are running Sticky. it up and then not paying. Yes. And then you're stuck with your no. local. Yeah. And like probably the, you know, the only account, but by the way, you gotta be careful when you do this. Cause if you get limited, then, and that's might be your only account. Maybe you don't want to do that. 
but just be careful with who you're getting involved with. Be careful with who you're giving money to. There's no fixed games. Most Ooh. people aren't professional sports bettors that are charging money. And the space is just becoming so toxic. And there's so many new bettors that it's only going to get worse. And I, I just feel like we need to talk about it more and just make sure that because you think about it, I just take for granted that people wouldn't know that there's fixed games or people wouldn't <laughs> right. know to, to right. not buy common sense. Yeah. But people, some people haven't been in this space forever. Like it just, it, betting just became legal. They go to Twitter and they see this. Oh, for a fixed game, or I'm selling right. picks, and and I think uh, in the content space, well, I, I, we need to talk. We need to talk about it more. Is all. I, I think your point on TikTok is really well said because I think for us in the industry, Twitter is sort of where we all live. But TikTok has become the number one social media app, and it's blowing up with such younger audiences, 18 to 30-year-olds. I mean, I teach at UNLV. I see the kids on TikTok like crazy. That's where they all live. And thus, the handicappers, scandicappers, whatever you want to call it, their stuff has all mitigated over to TikTok, where it's quick, unregulated, and unchecked. And they can do through DMs and also to different connection points, get after people. How And young, and young audience, which is- Correct, which is yeah. Yes. Dangerous under 21 people who shouldn't be getting marketed to, of course. What, what do you make of, Dave and I talk a lot about this on the show, a little bit about the online and the app betting versus in-person betting. Do you think the books would ever say, and I know mobile is so big in these new states, an explosion, but to push people to go back to the in-person betting model, if they want to get down five, six figures to identify who their customers are? Yeah, I mean, look, I think that, the the best part about legal sports betting, in my opinion, is that you're the, where how people get in trouble is they bet on credit, right? And that's mm -hmm. how you can yeah. really get in trouble because if you're betting with a legal book, you have to actually put the money up. Right now, there's still people that will, you know, in other accounts, you can put it up with a credit card, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, that's the best part about it. But if you're a problem gambler and then you need to bet on credit, you're going to be able to find ways to do it, even in legal states. Oh, wow. um, so there's just you know, my biggest problem is just the it's the the youngest people that are in like high school and college that are new in new states that are consuming this awful content, getting tricked into buying, you know, picks from frauds, not they getting stiffed, <laughs> thinking that there's fixed games and then getting in real trouble. And then, you know, at the, at the end of the day, this is still something that can lead to a real addiction and problem. And people can get in a ton of debt and trouble and ruin their fat, ruin their lives, oh lose their families. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes it's not when people are losing. That's what we don't talk about this enough either. People that are winning a ton, like I, I you know, I have people mm -hmm. that when I'm on my hottest streaks and they're telling me they become like the worst people in the world. And that's all they the care reverse about. Reverse Martingale, right? They're, they're pressing yeah, they and pressing they're never and pressing. Gonna, yeah. Never and ends. All of a sudden you're throwing way too much money around and then you're <laughs> inevitably going to lose it. And then you're used to betting and then you're betting over your head. And then you become this obsessive person. And this is all, and it controls your entire life. So uh, there's just so many aspects of this space and there's so many shady characters. Not, like you guys, there's so many great people in the space. If you can right. read through the shit and it's oh. such a good community, but there's so much shit. And I just want to, I just think that we need to talk about this shit more often. You know, I, I couldn't agree more. And this is what we do. And like, when we get together, we have these deep level conversations in the midst of giving each other shit all the time, sure. but you have to keep finding these people in the space. Is there too much? noise opportunities platforms 
just in general, not just in the gambling space, but what social media has done. I mean, we're grownups uh, around our age and, you know, Matt and I have mm, kids and, you know, there's all kinds of things, <laughs> but like, is there too much where everyone has a voice? Like, how do you tell someone don't post your pics? We don't give a shit anyway. Yeah. No, there's so much noise. You just have to find like, you know, a couple people that you trust and want to ride with and, Ooh. and, and enjoy, you know, their tweets and, or, and, or their company. And, uh, but there's so much noise and I, you know, as a new better, that's why I think it's so difficult. How do you just, how do you distill what's real? What's not, who's legit, who's not, who's fake, who's it's, it's hard. Um, so I think the more we talk about like, okay, this is why something might be fake or real. We can't just assume that everyone gets it because most don't that's okay and we're never right. you know people are new yeah. to the space so well we just there's just so much shit i mean yeah, it, it's funny right. so like stuck i think the first time i talked to you was probably my second or third week when action network had signed on and i knew just by talking to you this was six years ago that i was so over my head through everything i did not know 99 percent of the stuff that i know now because I went to the school of Sherapan for six years and sat next to him. And he taught me literally everything I know about the gaming space. And I'm very fortunate and I'm blessed that I met Dave and was able to kind of get walked through this and to see things. But younger people who are entering the space don't have the mentor, don't have the Dave Sherapan, don't, don't have the person to go ahead and do the work. Do you have any advice for people who might be getting into the space, who might think about going into the space that, this is what I would do if I was in your shoes, if you're thinking about going into the content world. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of like, it's tough because, and if you're thinking about it, you, you got to do it now. Like it's going to get, <laughs> it's only going to get tougher to break into the space is there are more States become legal. It's more widely. This by the way, this is the same thing with betting on sports. Now that it's become legal, you're going to have guys that are going to, you know, the smarter, that guys that used to go to finance are now going to go into the betting space and it's only going to make the process of the markets becoming more efficient. It's going to happen even quicker. It's going to be tougher to right. beat the market over time, but in the space, it's just more and more people. I mean, go to, go to TikTok and oh. scramble. There's every high school is like dancing and giving out picks. And um, so, yeah, you got to do it now and you, you got to just write, uh, bother people like just bother people network. And just be persistent. There's no, um, there's no easy. There's no, no easy one way. way to do it. That's no, for sure. No. Everyone there, isn't there a path. wrong way to do it though? There might be there might be one right way to do it, but there is a wrong way to do it, right? I mean, there's many wrong ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, there's no there's no magic pill or magic formula though. No. I think you just have to be persistent, um, and then you, you just have to be a sponge and uh, over time, and and I, and you just have to network with people. Um, and then you either have it or you don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I wish that there was a, if there was an easy way to, it's really with any industry, but especially now there's so many people trying to break in that if you want to do it, do it now, it's only going to get exponentially more difficult. Exactly. And I mean, this is what I tell the kids that I coach. This is what I tell my own kids. This is what my dad told me. If you want to do something bad enough, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to find a lot of fucking ways to do it wrong. But yeah. you got to keep going and you got to have at least one person in your corner. So whether you as an adult can be that person for a kid or a mentor or all this other stuff, they ask questions. You have to tell them the truth. And I think we're all 
searching for the truth in the space, but in the truth in life. And if people tell you the truth, even if it's not what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Now you go, you know what? He's a real jagoff sometimes, but at least he doesn't lie to me. Or at least I think he has my best interest in mind. And it can be a she too. It can be your mom. It can be a whomever. It doesn't have to be a he or she. Last for last one for me, Stuck, before we, Go we get you back Go out deep, here. Dave. I, I love it. But this is truth. This is, again, it's yeah, just truth. I agree with you. So you were you were texting last night or tweeting last night. And for those of you that don't follow Stucky, follow mm. Stucky. He's at Stucky2 on Twitter. Keeps it real. I mean, when you when when you see the tweets, you can hear there's a unique thing to tweeting in your voice. You do it all the time. It's refreshing as hell. What were you so pissed off about last night? Like when you you said I'm coming after people, I'm calling people out. What yeah, were you the, so the, angry well, about last night? Well, the number one, the fixed game bots. Um, it's annoying as hell. I can't I can't tweet anything else. But um, I, I have a friend that is in a lot of trouble. And I, I got to help bail them out and it's happening more and more. And it was oh. one of the scenarios that I talked about before. And it, there's so many people that get in trouble in this space. And um, I'm t- there's so many shysty characters. There's always going to be, like, we're never going to get rid of the shysty characters in the space. They've always existed. Pre-legalization always will be there, but there's, a, so, there's people getting hurt by a lot of them. And I, I we, I need to speak up more. Um, I don't speak up enough. And there's just so many people out there misleading others and, and new betters. And it, it legit makes me angry. It's like hurting people that are close to me that should know better too. And are still getting hurt by people that are leaving yep. them out to dry, uh, misleading them that, you know, that they're a talent that is a pro better. And like I said, there's like two or three exceptions. If the market's not moving when they're giving your picks, they're not professional. Don't. It's not worth it. Um, and please be careful with whoever you get in business with. If you are sharing accounts, um, if you're oh. trusting anyone with information, like be careful. Verify uh, your who this is with as many people as you possibly can, because um, there's some good ones out there. Yeah. There's and everything's a gray area, right? There's, so there's there's some our whole lives are gray area in this. Yeah, it's all gray just, area. Just be careful. And I want to talk about this more often. This is a perfect platform to do it. Um, Love it. Hopefully we can do it again in the future, but um, I appreciate you guys and you guys, you guys are the best. Well, we'll get you here on, on this. If, if you could give a piece of advice for somebody who might be either thinking about going down the road of giving an account or they're new, what, what should we be all saying? Like, how do we properly explain to people who are coming into the space? Cause literally every day, someone's new finding this show or finding your content People are coming in. Legalization Ohio just went legal. Mass goes legal in a week from today or, or eight days from today. Mass goes legal. What should we be saying to these people about what's happening in the industry to keep them safe? It, can can we do something to say something or should we just deal with it when they come to us? No, I mean, I think the, by talking about it, by talking about how it works. Um, yeah. And then like someone, a, a good person that is like, you know, if, if you're going to work with someone reputable, they're going to say, and you're going to say, look, I'm a little hesitant about this. They'll say, here, do you want 20 names that you can talk to? Talk to these people and then talk to them, find out more about it. If you don't have, if you can't find anyone to talk to that can back up who this person is and if they're reputable, stay away. You're, it, it's a good chance that you're going to get involved in shit. Yeah. Um, ask questions. 
talk to people, talk to as many people as you can. Just be careful when like tread lightly, assume that everyone is out for the worst. And they're, they're not, there are some exceptions, but if you have that mindset, like, like I say, all touts are bad. Like that's, even though there's a few exceptions, I want to have that. I want to just get that mindset out of people. But if you have that mindset, you're less likely to get hurt. That's all. Stuck. Thank you, man. This is a really important topic. Thank you for coming on. We'll do it again soon. All right. Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. That's Stucky at Stucky too on Twitter to go follow him from the Action Network. Great work. Great stuff with him. Follow him. Obviously, get his podcast in what as well segment, here. Man, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I love that guy. Look, here's the interesting piece that uh, you and I have talked about before. But like, there's a billboard here in Vegas. When you go over to the Bellagio, you're crossing over the highway. It's a big billboard about this guy who destroys his bookie. I have no idea who he is. Never heard of him before. Never seen him before other than that billboard, right? But like we're we're allowing people to market. And I'm I'm pro-capitalism. I'm not looking for socialism. I'm talking about America and you can do things, right? But I people hate this, but I have long said there should be some type of issue, some type of policing of selling of picks. In the way that it goes. I mean, there should, there should be some parameters, some rules, because people are getting taken to the cleaners in fraudulent ways. And I'm not saying the guy on the billboard is fraudulent or not. Never heard of him, don't know. But when I see a billboard about somebody holding up a big stack of cash and saying the world's best sports gambler, I tend to call bullshit and say, okay, that's the other Vegas Dave, not you, but the right. other guy. And those types of behavior where you're selling picks to people who are addicted to gambling, who are trying to bet their way out of a hole. Yep. And you're marketing to them because they think you win and they think that you're going to solve all your problems. Yep. And I look, I mean, people have heard my podcast before, you know how I am. I'm a, I'm a conservative, small one unit everyday Mm -hmm. entertainment better. And People will come to me and say, hey, I'm in trouble. What should I do? And it's come oh. over the three years they've done that. Whew. And the, the number one thing I say to them is stop betting. You're not going right. to bet your way out of a problem. Okay. If, you're, if yep. betting got you into the hole, betting is not going to get you out. No. Stop what you're doing. Stop digging. But yep. we don't, we allow these people to run free reign and do whatever they want. It's been going on for years. This, this handicapping thing has been one of those. You got to learn a lesson. I think you got to learn a lesson a hard way because there's not enough people talking about it or saying, look, you can pay for the picks, but that ain't going to, I mean. Do you remember when this contest, I wore this for Stucky. Do you remember when this contest was the separator for the handicapping world? Yeah. This is what, this is what this, the the Westgate super contest was designed, was created for the handicapping world. It was buy-in. Show off, show your picks to the world. That's it. Because the the, the Westgate realized that people were talking about how great they were. Oh, you're so good, huh? Okay. So now go prove it. And I can't tell you how many times in people I interviewed over the years, either on the radio or on podcasts, who in their Twitter bio would state 2016 fourth place in the Westgate Super Contest. Of course. 2013 first place winner, Westgate Super Contest. Hell yeah. Used to be a really big calling card in the handicapping space. Yes. Until our friend, the barista here in town in 2016, he won it. And it blew up the game because all of a sudden people realize that an average Joe can beat the quote pros because of the way the contest was designed. Five picks, stagnant lines. And some people are pretty sharp. 
Some people are pretty smart and they can get hot for 16 weeks and yeah. now 17 weeks this to go is, ahead and win these things. This is one of those things I learned at a very young age when I was helping and working with professional betters and bookies and all this other stuff. And that's when I started saying, this guy don't know anything. This guy don't know shit either. This guy don't know shit either. Then I go to Curacao and I literally learn the business from the ground up, a major business handling millions and millions of dollars. And we're in a little office with all phones ringing, people taking bets. And we got a bat phone for the, for the originators. And I was like, who's all these other people? They're following this. They're just following a number. Like they don't even know who bet it. They just see it move with two books and go, oh, that's the side steam. Woo, woo, play it. Then they go out and start services and they're giving out the place. I got I got the key. I got it right here. Then I, I start to meet people and I like JD, Jeff Dawson was a guy who told me he worked for a handicapping service back in the day. They gave him a list and said, give half to them and give half to them. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, to give half the clients San Francisco and give half the clients the Eagles, but they're playing each other. They don't know what side we're giving out. Whatever side wins, we'll come back next week. What? These guys aren't even trying to win. They're just trying to market to get more. Truth. True stories. Now, they're not well, all it, like that. If you take a 1,000 people, right, to put this in yeah. layman's terms, take a 1,000 yeah. people, cut it in half, 500 and 500. So now you have 500 winners who are going to come back tomorrow and buy it again. Cut that number in half again, it's 250. Cut the number in half again, it's 125. You've made sales now on three different levels, and the guy who is left with the 125 thinks you're a dream, thinks you're a god. He thinks you have the crystal ball or you have Biff's Almanac. You've so hit now you've three got- in a row. And now you've got this core number of people who will pay you $500 a month for your right. services. Yes. Start doing the math. You're making 50, 60, 70 grand a month. Yeah. That's yeah. how the handicapping services work. You know, we always tell you guys, we tell you the secrets. We tell you the things that happen behind the scenes. Oh, for, not for all of them. Okay. And, no, and no, I have no, friends no. of mine. No. Not everyone does that. Okay. But there are very, there are so many people in this business who are selling picks the math doesn't work, all right? You're already 11 versus 10. Now you're going to put yourself, what, 13 versus 10? So now instead of laying 110 every day, you're laying 130 every day because you're oh. paying somebody else for the right to go ahead and bet. Man. So think about that. If you're someone who shops lines and is like, man, 135 is too much. I can't do that. <laughs> well, if you're paying somebody $49 for the day for picks or for the week or whatever it is, for a pick, you're you're going to overcome that. And I'm not saying that our friends who are in the pick selling business don't make money or don't make money for their clients. They absolutely do. Yes. There are not not everyone who sells picks are bad no. people. No. I've got friends of mine, good no. friends of mine who are who have 20 year friends of mine who are selling picks. Yes. Who are, they always yell at me. They're like, ah, you and your stupid tout rant. Like, okay, it's how I've been on there forever. And I have done business with them. I've hired them. I'm I'm cool if I know they run their business in an upfront and reputable way. Right. And there are plenty of people, but like, I think people who sell picks should have to go and have a business license. I think you should have to go through a process. I think there should be some type of who are you and what are your, your credentials that gives you the right to be able to do this. Right. And right now, anybody with a, a phone 
can get on and you don't know who and what their information is coming from or how they run their business. Correct. There's people who are on Twitter, attractive females who are on TikTok and Instagram who are doing picks who are not, I don't know where their picks come from. They could come from anywhere. We have no idea where the picks are coming from and where they were two years ago when they were a boat model two years ago. And now all of a sudden they found the discovery of sports betting. It's like, how yeah. did this happen? Oh, I had 50,000 followers on Instagram. And so I became, now I give out picks. Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. Now yeah. I do. Oh, if you want more, by the way, call 1-800-whatever or email this person. We'll send you the list every day. Hey, you mm. Venmo us this. We'll do this. This is going on every single day in this space because I see it on my timeline all the time. I sent you guys the joke. I got sent a web seminar for some in-game betting, how to make six figures betting in-game. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. What are you coming up asking me for stuff? Though? I want to go hear that. That's great. I mean, I was like, wait, shut me? up. Come on. <laughs> Come find out how you can make six figures betting in-game by a surefire method. Before the game's even played, our formula is going to make you money. Six figures. You can be a pro sports gambler by in-game wagering. I mean, it's just, this is the stuff that's out here right now. It's just everybody who's trying to claim they did this, they did that. Oh, I can make you just like me. When, okay, maybe they did do that. Maybe they won the Westgate Super Contest. Or maybe they won the Circa Million, whatever it might be. But can you do it again? Can you do it? This is the thing about selling picks. It's like, I'm hot right now. Right? I'm not going to be this hot in February. There's no way. Are you maybe you not hot this week? Yeah, or tonight. It's, it's, it's a week, a week, literally. Yeah. A week, a week. If you if you followed me in January, just the picks, you're up 12 units. You think that I have the fucking crystal ball all of a sudden. I'm just, I'm, I lost 13 units in baseball last year. <laughs> like, right. like it's, it's, it's all runs in cycles. It's just, it's. Up yeah. and down, up and down. The, the, it, yeah. into, it, when did you come on with the person? When did you find out this person? Oh, this person's hot. Great. Ride the streaks or fade the streaks. The, I, I get all of that. That's why we say this all the time. Like, we'll always be free. My stuff will always be free. I'll never charge anybody anything right. for anything that I do yeah. because I'm more into the community and I'm more into the you know building up of like-minded people who like to watch games and bet on games and talk about sports. The brigade is what I'm more into. We've met some tremendous people just doing yeah. the show. And we haven't even met a lot of them in person. But we know them. <laughs> we know them. They know yeah. us. I mean, it's awesome. Like Mikey, awesome. I mean, it's right. just it's special. It's, it's just it's it's different. And, and I think our our um protection, I guess is is a way of saying it. To you guys, and and this is Dave is really into that. You guys should know this. We've had really heated conversations about things in, in, with the show. Like he protects the integrity of this show, like it's one of his kids. So like understand that if whoever we bring on the air, we vetted them pretty strongly. Like oh, we know them. Yeah, it's it. They get a cross examination before they get to come on the show. <laughs> Why don't just so, bring anybody on the show? Yeah, I mean it's, it, it's we a owe it to your, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our audience, but when you bring on people on a forum like this and they can come on and be free and tell the truth, it's authentic as hell. Yeah. I'm not, we're not competing with anybody. There's a lot of good content out there and you got to find it. And if you ask, we'll tell you, but we're pretty fucking busy doing our own content that we're not really right. consuming much. 
and we've consumed 52 Enough. years. I've been, I was getting a gold sheet when I was 10. Right. My dad took me in and said, what is, I asked him, what is that? I was not. <laughs> well, he bought it for him. You had to be 16 to buy the gold sheet. That's it. You had to be 16 years old because it was behind the counter. But you're 21 to bet, though. And it was picks. Well, you could get the information at 16. That's <laughs> what they the, told by what's dad. What's the logic of that? What is the logic behind any of that? I love that story. You have to be 16 to look at gambling content, but you can't bet it for five more well, years. How old did you used to have to be to buy Playboy? 18. Well, maybe it was 18. At least in my town. It was 16. It was 18. All that stuff was behind the counter. Yep. Gambling stuff was behind the counter. But you know what was, was funny, though? My friends and I. My, now my friends it's not and I, restricted. Have you ever heard of this, heard, heard the magazine Easy Rider? Yes. You heard, okay, so that magazine was Topless Women. That was not behind the counter. We, could, we never could figure out why that magazine was ever behind the counter. Because my friend Joey would go in there and steal it all the time and come back and come oh, back out. Oh, easy but rider. He would steal the easy riders. We, we, the Andover spa, in the Andover spa is still there, but, and, and the, and the vent is still there, but he would take, he would go to this, go to the corner of the store and he would go and take it and he'd stick the easy rider through the vent. And one of us would be on the outside getting the vent. <laughs> we would just take the magazine and he'd walk out. Listen. I have to shout out, okay. I have to shout out Cameron Kennedy and Colton. Wow. Okay. All C's or case? All case. Okay. That's that's who Kendall and Kelsey are watching. And they're watching the show. <laughs> Great. Babysitting. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Don't steal no magazines. Sorry. Kendall. All right. Especially that one. Little- <laughs> that magazine. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Listen, it's like a nudist <laughs> colony in my house sometimes. I mean, like there's just there's people walking around all the time, who knows what, where, whatever. Okay. You live with all women in ocean of estrogen. They're not going to be surprised by anything in that magazine. I could just tell nope. you that right now. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> but don't be stealing no magazines. No, 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 no. This is back in the this is back. It's much harder now, but 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 that's where it was. It was it was I, we learned that before. That like everything else, all the Playboys, all the other oh. nudie magazines were behind the counter, but that one never was. We couldn't figure out why what that one never was, but it was considered a motorcycle magazine, not a you know, not a nude or whatever magazine. So yeah, there's there's that. And Anniver Spa still exists to this day. It's still there. So man, oh man. Uh, all right. That was good. I'm glad we did that with Stucky. That was fun. Uh, let's go back to the rundown where we were. Okay, so the Chiefs did not cover again as home favorites. What What do you make of that? That the, the, the when it comes to numbers, they've been inflated now for so long, right? And we'll get to this week in a second, right? But I mean, they can't cover anything over seven. <laughs> like when it goes over seven, the Chiefs just let's, aren't covering at home. I mean, let's be fair. They would have covered had Mahomes not gotten hurt, right? Maybe. I, I think they would have covered. Okay. I think Maybe. they would have covered. Um, was it dirty? I, was it dirty? I don't think it was on purpose dirty, but I think it was on purpose to not get a penalty and like twist them and hold them and all this other, instead of just running them and tackled them. I think there was a conscious decision there to not do something like it was awkward. Yes. Right. 
It was they went down. Awful. The defender went down, like right right away went down. Now, why yeah. did they go down? That's the intent question. I'm I'm you know leaning with you. I don't believe it was an intentional. I'm gonna dive on his ankle. I think it was. No. I can't land on him because I could get a penalty. Right. So I'm just gonna drop to the ground, and I happen to catch his ankle. Yeah. I. That's what I kind of saw a hundred times that I saw it. Like they replayed it a hundred times and it kept coming up on my timeline more and more and more, whatever. So, but so many said it was dirty. So many yeah, times no. I saw people, Oh, dirty hit. Oh, dirty hit. Blah, blah, blah. Of course. Like people are going to say that and let people say what they're going to say. I don't, I don't know if it was or not. I know it affected the game mm-hmm. and I know it affected whether they covered or not. I, yep. I thought it did. Um, you know, and I mean, they were winning by 10 and Jacksonville. Chad Henning looked pretty good. What's that? Chad Henning looked pretty good. That's what backup quarterbacks do. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. He came in. I was like, came in through a touchdown pass. That was pretty, I was like, oh, all right. Because some people have made their proclamation, like let Chad Henning start the game. And then if Mahomes needs to play a half, he comes in to save him for the Super Bowl. And I was like, you can't play like that. You can't play for the Super Bowl. You got to play for the now. Play for right. You got to win this game. Yeah, you got to win first. We got to win today, right now. Yeah. So yeah. you got to, I was like, I don't really think that that's, that's a logical way, but you know, what do you do with the number? Okay. Because you and I were on the phone yesterday and you asked me what I thought the number should be. It was awesome. It was fun. And the number has ping ponged around. There's like, I actually, there's some pretty dramatic differences in opinion as to who should be favored in this game. Yeah. But how much does the Mahomes injury impact the line? Well, it's everything. There's going to be as soon as if he were to not play, boom, it's gone. It's just run Cincinnati favored at Kansas city, right or wrong. That's what's going to happen. They're going to bet it that way. So you either take the bets on the, on that ladder over and move it, or you get ahead of it move it on air, and sit with the position. It was fascinating yesterday. And I remember doing this multiple times in the book. As the game was in the third quarter, you're coming up with, all right, what, do you, what is your number? What is your number? What is your number? I'm calling my buddies. What are you putting up? When, when, are, you, when are you putting it up? Are you putting it up right after the game? Are you waiting till tomorrow? Because not even so much your own number in Vegas Everybody's watching it. Reporters are calling. When are you guys putting it up? What are you using? What are you thinking? So I was getting all that vibe yesterday. It was fun. And I was like, all right, watch this. You know, I said, Kansas City's small. And when I say small, it could be anywhere from, you know, pick to two and a half. If you get to three, that's the, that's the like, that's not small. Anything less than a field goal is small. That's the term I use. That's a term it was taught to me. Small. Kansas City anywhere from minus two and a half to Cincinnati minus one. That was opening numbers from offshores to Vegas to back east. And that shit, ping pong, the professional betters with the bots must have been having a breakfast, lunch, and dinner smorgasbord, taking the plus of whatever was plus. So if they found the Cincy minus, they took the Chiefs plus, and they took the Chiefs minus, they found that, they took the Bengals plus, and it was bang, 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 bang. We wake up today, there's more pickums than there are anything else. Water finds its level. The line finds the number. 
I don't Fan. think there's going to be much movement on this until we 100 mm-hmm. If it comes up that he ain't playing on Wednesday or something, boom, it flies. Otherwise, Fandle's moving, by the way. Right now? It just moved the juice. On the, on the, on the game? Uh-huh. This game? Uh-huh. Man, can you people please reach out to us? We'd love for you guys to be a part of the show. We can put the FanDuel logo right wherever you want it. Send me some nice hats and some gear. I'll wear it too. That's, I'm they fine did, with it. They just went to minus 120 Cincinnati, plus one and a half, minus 120. Oh, they moved the juice, but not the, the number. Move the juice, not the number. Still one and a half. But they moved the juice. Oh, I don't know. If as we were, to- I don't know if that's who's responsible. Is that Sharon? I, mean, I haven't talked to Sharon yet. But we're going to talk to somebody about that. Just move the damn number, please. Just move the damn number, especially at one and a half. What are you doing? You don't need to move the juice. You don't need to move the juice at one and a half. Move it to one. See what happens. Take another bet. Keep taking bets. That's what well, we're trying I mean, to it's do. Monday. I mean, my gosh. So the Bengals handled the Bills pretty easily. They covered six here. This narrative about the offensive line, this is why I bet the Bengals. not the only reason why I bet the Bengals, but I couldn't figure out why everybody was so worried about the offensive line for the Bengals. Yeah. Because they played last year and went to the Super Bowl. Damn right they did. Beating the Chiefs. We were there. We were there. Beating the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. With a crap offensive line. Yeah. Joe Burrow gets rid of the ball in two seconds. He has, the fastest, he has the fastest release time in the NFL. Yes. Why was this the narrative of like, oh, no, they can't handle it. The Bengals aren't going to move the football. Because everyone said it. I mean, it became it became this parroting like people that like I respect and people that I don't respect. They all were saying the same thing. And I was like, all right, so the people I like, I respect and listen to, you're saying it. And the people that I don't like and don't respect, you're just parroting what the people are I respect are saying. And I think you're all wrong. I think all of you are going to be wrong. And Joe Burrow went down the touchdown, touchdown, 14, nothing. See you later. We're going to yes, Kansas City. Yes, he did. Um, shout out again to Stucky, by the way. He's now watching the show live Ooh. because he just sent me a text that said, hey, thanks for the forum. Thanks. we nice. got to keep talking about this, you know. I love the show. Great. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Um, We really appreciate it. The narrative with the Bengals has been this. The Bengals are good, but the Bengals, the Bengals really, Joe Burrow's great, but there's always a but, right? And they keep winning. Um, That's great. I mean, they're the best team in football, right? You said the choir part out loud. Right. Nine, last, out loud. last two months, stats and on the field, eye test or math, they're the best team in football. Keep finding ways to win games whenever we I mean, keep making them dogs. The steam all had bills yesterday. They all had the bills. Pros have had a rough. I mean, they had a back to back weekends, bad line, line moves. moves where they've bet stacked it up, 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 and they've lost on both of them. It was the same with Kansas City, Saturday in Kansas City. Seven and a half, eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, ten. I never got to ten. Sunday, same thing. <laughs> up, 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 up. Both sides know. 
Well, I mean, Chiefs won, but know, they, didn't they won. The, they won the Philly game like, easily. You know, yes. So they won the Philly game and they won the Niners game. I mean, they split on a weekend. The, the line moves, but the favorites. But that's good for the books, is it not? Split. That's an absolute dream. <laughs> so I mean, that's all the books absolute need. Absolute dream. The books two are crying about the teasers. Yes, the teasers. You know, there's a four way. All right, With, a lot of four leg teasers all came in. The way so, that everyone moved it, Chiefs down, Eagles down, Bengals up, and the Cowboys up, all covered. Well, the f- so you call a teaser a four-way teaser. Okay. One game, there's four different results, right? So the right. first game of the weekend was Kansas City-Jacksonville. Four-way teaser, it all won, whether you took the total down and went over, the total uh, up and under. Yeah, The Jacksonville side up, the Kansas City side down, it all won. Yep. Saturday night, the only one that didn't win of the four-way teaser was the Giants plus the points. So wow. now you got seven and one to the winner. Yep. Then the only one that don't win Saturday, Sunday is the Bills side, which down, to, down, to, down to a pick. Well, yeah, down take, to a pick. Six, yeah. Yeah. They don't win the game. So they're, they're that side don't win. And yep. then Sunday night, everything wins again. Yes. And you're like, damn, bro. Like when you gra- <laughs> when you grade those teasers, um, you get beat we, up a little. But the money line parlays uh, got broken up. Eleven we're losing, we're good. But we said eleven of the last thirteen games in the divisional round had been decided by seven points or less. <laughs> like we talked about it all week. I mean, yeah, two of them not didn't. One game was decided by seven points, no, except the last one. No, two were. Chiefs won by seven. 27, seven, 20, oh, Chiefs won by seven. Chiefs won by seven. Chiefs won by seven. Niners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niners yeah, won by seven. Yeah, yeah. So two of the four games yeah. came in. One blowout. And the Bengals oh, game was a little yeah. and, and the Bengals game was a little bit funky because the, the Bills got all out of whack. And did they, the Bills game feel like a blowout, but wasn't by the score? Correct. Like, I felt like the Bengals were in control of that game. It felt like the whole goddamn time. From the opening kick. They never were in jeopardy right down the field and took the first do whatever, do whatever they wanted to do whenever they wanted to do it. Physically outperformed them. Everything. Five straight years. The Buffalo Bills have been picked by the experts to this is their year. Last three. Oh, put the they've been for this. one, two oh, or three oh, favorites to win. Oh, right. Yep. 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 Here he goes. At this point, aren't the bills, aren't the bills just that team that the public can't quit and they're and they're just running off of they literally are buffaloes what 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 do buffaloes do buffaloes run on a cliff and they're too done to stop and they run off the fucking cliff and they all die okay that's what they do buffaloes just if one if one if one buffalo commits suicide they all fucking commit suicide so bills fans who are all running around they're the best august team fucking ever Like they they, they are the greatest, they are the greatest August franchise in all of history. Oh boy. Like the the Buffalo Bills have had so many parades. Like Boston Connor and I need to go to the Buffalo Bills championship parade. Like him and I need to go stand out there and just, just go like, Hey, where the fuck are all the Bills fans? Wait, where's the championship parade, man? I thought we had the parade. I thought you guys won it already. I, I thought you guys have already won a ring. He's did you, right. He's, did you see the clip? Today. You saw yes. the clip? He's right. Three rings. He's absolutely right. The Buffalo Bills have won three championships. The last three rings have been won by Buffalo, right? Because their fans sure as fuck act like it. I, <laughs> I sent him a text and said, this is some of your best work. 
the, his, his he's little absolutely rant right. And, and Bill's fans will all come at both every Patriot fan, everybody else. But yeah. we just go, um, we have six. We're good. <laughs> like until you win one, you gotta win one. I've said it, you gotta I win said it all summer. I said it last three years. Oh. Bills fans, shut the fuck up. Oh, stop talking. Cue it stop up. running your mouth. 11 11. Okay, stop running your mouth. All of you, the whole Bills mafia. Okay, stop <laughs> jumping through tables. Stop doing the stupid shit that you guys do because you're a clown show. All of it. Just, you, I, I get it. Oh, Bills Mafia, we're so great. We travel. I love you guys. You're awesome. Okay. Great fan base. But amazing fan base. It's a phenomenal thing. Okay. You play in a tiny market and you play dome football in the most snowy part of the country in January, especially. It's somebody actually tweeted. And I couldn't fucking believe it. They tweeted, the Buffalo Bills got a bad break by having it be snowy in January. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. <laughs> they got a bad break? The fuck are you talking about? Yes! It's like going to Hawaii and being like, oh, fuck, it's 85 and sunny. I got a bad break. We're like, at the beach. It's what we'll it go. is. It's Buffalo. Sean McDermott, if you want to play this way, maybe you might want to start playing smash mouth football. Oh, the offensive line problems that was mitigated because it was tough footing conditions. The hell are you talking about? People want to make excuses like crazy for Josh Allen, who cannot beat Patrick Mahomes and cannot beat Joe Burrow in the postseason. He was getting hit a lot yesterday, though. Well, that Bengals defense is highly underrated. We've talked about that a lot. They got some dogs coming after the quarter, but they can't run the football in January. Which is a prerequisite to winning a football game in January, is it not? Being able to run the football? Well, in that part of the country, yes. I mean, it's cold as fuck. You don't want to throw the ball on every down. Can't. You have to be able to run the ball. Joe Mixon ran the ball like crazy. Put that on. was the difference in the game, is that yes. Joe Burrow didn't have to drop back and throw every time. It was give the ball to P. Ryan, give the ball to Mixon, and then Joe could do his thing too. You run the ball and you're setting up second and six. It's amazing yeah. how football works like that in January. It's really mm. hard to go second and 10 and third and nine. It's mm. hard. It's hard to convert those. But second and six and third and two, you keep drives alive. It's a hell of yeah. a lot easier. Well, but for whatever reason, you run or pass on yeah. those, right? You so, keep the defense a little bit off guard because if you run on first down or play action on first down, and nobody knows now, but you gain five or six yards, on second and four, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And now you've got them guessing. And when you've got the defense guessing instead of coming, now you're in control of the game. Yeah, Buffalo never feels like they're in control of the game. In September, they are when the right. weather's perfect and they're just lining up and they're running and Josh Allen is running and jumping over people, running over people. It's a different game in January. It's a little tougher. And it's funny too, because people were like, should we be killing the bills for not giving Josh Allen more talent around him than Stefan Diggs?" And in my mind, I'm like, the only thing that we should be killing the bills for is the fact that they let Sean McDermott coach the same way in January that he does in September and think it's going to work. It's great when you're playing on solid turf and it's 55, 60 out. It's a different story when it's snowing and it's 15 degrees. You have to be able to run smash mouth football and play the game based upon you play the entire year for that home game. That's why you play 17 games. 
to have and a divisional home playoff 13 game. 13 of them. Yeah, because you want to have that home oh field advantage. There, There is a home field disadvantage for the Bills when it's weather like that, which right. is, it's right. Buffalo. It snows like every damn day there. Like you have to prepare for those yeah. things and prepare. Do you want to win a title or not? Or do you want to be a regular season phenom? And that's fine. I mean, it's sort of like how Belichick coaches between the 20s. Like you can have whatever, or you know, you have whatever yard you want from 20 to 20, but in the red zone, we're stopping you. And right. in the red zone, that's the playoffs. And the Bills get stopped in the playoffs every year. And this year, I felt it had a lot to do with the fact that they couldn't do a very basic thing, and that's run the football. You don't have to do it all season if that's not your thing. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to do it in January. To win the Super Bowl, at some point, you have to impose your will on the other team. And you have to be able to do it all the time. You may not need to use it until January. But then to ask the Bills to completely reinvent themselves in January every year, it's not the right – it's obviously not working. They almost won a shootout last year with Kansas City, but they didn't. Like we can play the shootout game, and they didn't win. We know now they can't play the tight, close-to-the-vest, physical, running-the-football game. Bad weather game, yeah. They can't do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not happening. So, And Diggs yelling at Josh Allen on the sidelines. Frustration. I get the frustration, and he has, he's right to be frustrated, but it's just that's something to watch. He signed a four-year extension. He's going to be around for a while, and if they aren't winning, I mean, he's arguably the best wide receiver in the history of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, numbers-wise, he's done incredible things. Him and Allen together have done incredible things. Yeah. He was only targeted twice in the fourth quarter. Frustrated. He's mad. The whole team is mad. I, I understand that they couldn't do anything, but like Dawson Knox was a, is a very good tight end for them. Has been very productive in the red zone. Singletary isn't enough. Go get three, four backs and then get run offensive linemen, guys that can road grade for these running backs that in the postseason you can go ahead and do that. You can't keep doing the same thing and losing and expect it to change. Not against two 24 and 25 year old. I mean, Mahomes and Burrow aren't going, aren't going anywhere, going anywhere. So you got to build your team to beat them. I mean, it's the AFC for the next decade is going to be really, really hard to get, to, to get through with those three quarterbacks sitting right there who may play musical chairs as to who goes to the Super Bowl. But the bills haven't gotten there with Josh Allen and in big games, that narrative is starting to pick up momentum that Josh Allen in big games is not going to get it done. Man, oh man, there's a lot of people we're striking a chord with a lot of people who says we're preaching. Um, they love the the bit of a, a Massachusetts hate coming a little bit. Um, the first course of action in the NFL is win your division. Find a way to beat everyone else that you play twice so you get to go to the playoffs and host the playoff game. Right. First order of business. Then Everything you need to be doing is measuring against the best teams in the conference. How do we beat them? How do we beat them? Once we've beaten the teams in our division, then we have to figure out how to beat them. The margin in the AFC East is starting to stretch. 
Okay, the Dolphins have, I don't know what's going on with Tua. That tweet was weird. I don't know if that was insinuating something about him retiring and walking away on to the, he's on to the next chapter. Everybody was like, wait, what are you talking about? Right. So right, I don't know right, what, right. but let, I mean, they've got big questions in Miami, yeah. clearly at the quarterback spot as to what happens going forward. They're talented, but there's big questions there. The Patriots don't know what the hell to do with Mac Jones. There's all crazy things flying around about Mac what and frustrations and yeah. Is Tom going to go back there? Are they going to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo? Like there's a million questions about what the Patriots are going to do. Robert Kraft had a pretty straightforward letter to ticket holders that they're not going to accept missing the playoffs next year. Now, is that a Belichick shot or is that a Mac Jones shot? Whatever it might be, but he basically guaranteed the Patriots back in the playoffs next year. He got to sell tickets. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, in that town, in, in New England, sure. The competition, look at the Celtics and the Bruins. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of competition right now going on with those teams. I mean, they're not, I mean, the Celtics are playing today. I, was, I wasn't going to mention the Bruins today. All I did is shut them out for nothing <laughs> yesterday, minus 420 close. And somehow you found a way to weave them into the conversation. Go I'm just ahead. saying. I mean, they, they, on the puck line, the Bruins are just auto, auto, auto. The, the first final, money. They finally woke up and, and and laid minus 130 on the Bruins on the puck line. Had enough of this bullshit. Covered it you with ease. You got to lay money now. Covered it with ease. <laughs> Close. Or nothing. Done. So, Kraft, Kraft's concerned. I mean, he's looking around the landscape. It's expensive to buy Patriots tickets. And, you know, Belichick is coming back for his 24th season. But that's unbelievable. They've got questions and the Jets are a laughing stock. I mean, they're just a walking clown show. So like you, 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 you're the, what am I doing? I'm telling the truth. What Jets, yeah, they're Jets one are quarterback a, away from being in the playoffs. Who are the Jets? That's what they keep telling me. Oh, okay. yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. One quarterback away from being in the playoffs, right? You lost to the, you lost to the Patriots twice, two and a, you're Oh, and two against the Patriots. Okay. Give me a break. There's a, there's a wide. So like, if you're the bills, you, you feel pretty good about your place in the division. You feel like we're going to be in the playoffs every year for the next couple of years. You feel secure. So for that, now start to build the team for the playoffs, start to build the roster for the playoffs, start to mm. figure out when mm. we face burrow or we face Mahomes, mm-hmm. we're going to play one of them. Okay. You're going to at least play one of them. If not both, you're going to play one of them. How do we stop them? How do we defend what they're doing? Because the weapons that the Bengals currently have, it's the da- most dangerous offense in the game right now. Bad you can't stop it. mothers, man. Because Joe Burrow is right now that guy. He is. Love that guy. Cocky, confidence, whatever it might be. Got the results to prove it, though. He's 100%. Got, he's he got hasn't got a ring yet, but, but it's always lacking. He gets the ring. If he gets the championship and gets the ring, you can start to see going like, oh no, they're not gonna, they're gonna be a problem for a while. Yeah. And Zach Taylor winning a Super Bowl is gonna make me go, wait, what? How did that happen? How did Zach Taylor coach to a Super Bowl? Wait, you think he's gonna win the Super Bowl? You, you're saying that right now? You think you think the Bengals are gonna win the Super Bowl? Is that what you said? I think it's a pretty good bet. They're not even favored this week in some places, P Roll. This week. They're, they're gonna win this week. They're going to win this week. It's Monday. You're already your soul. What are we going to talk about all week? If you're telling people right now that the Bengals are going to win, that's it. Wait for the line to get the three, get to climb. Wait, let everyone bet the bet the Chiefs. See how high it goes. Two, no, two and a half. The Chiefs. They're betting the Bengals. Everybody's betting the Bengals. What well, that that's mean? I don't like that. But you oh, know, I'll gosh. wait. I, I'm waiting to hear about Mahomes. I'm waiting to see where we are on that. But I mean, Bengals money line is a very good bet. They they just there's something there that's different. 
There's just a, there's a different, and I think that Chiefs defense is going to give up big points. And if Mahomes can't keep up, Burrow's five and one in his career in the postseason. Yep. He won the national championship at LSU, smoking a cigar. Shout out Mola Lobby. We'll figure out something. If we can get the cigar in Joe B's hands, that'd be great. Ooh. Um, Let's pump the brakes a little bit on this week. Like, let's let's wait and be sure. I love it. Listen, we got some exactas that the best results are Cincy being in the game. <laughs> let's get Cincy in the game. And we got we got more to talk about. That would be awesome. Um I'm all I'm all aboard the Joe B train. For goodness yep. sakes, these Mikey Awesome put my face on Joe B's body. <laughs> I'm going to tweet it after the show. JC from KC put me on Mahomes yes. like this. And, and Mikey Awesome put me on Joe B and these glasses and his hat. We got the AFC. I think we got the best AFC game. Sorry, Buffalo. But is this not the game we all want to see? I'm saying yes, because it's not in Atlanta. Thank goodness. That was a bad idea. They floated it, and supposedly they wanted to see it because if the fans showed up, the NFL was thinking about doing that permanently. Neutral site championship games, conference championships? For AFC, NFC championship games. All right, let's let's take the glasses off for this one. Let me they were going, they floated it. The, the uh, NFL uh, has the, they, this was the, this was the idea because they sold okay. 55,000 tickets yeah. for right. the game right. before they even knew if the game was going to get played or not. You know, like when you got the cable and the new people get the, you've had the cable for a long time and the new yeah. people get the better offers and you're sitting there paying the cable bill as they keep increasing the thing. Yep. And like this, you're the loyal customer and yep. you get fucked. It used to be cell phones. Now they've changed that, but that's, that's how cell phones used to be for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you're doing to the local fan base. You play you pay for the tickets you go to the games in the shitty weather you overpay for the food and the parking and all this shit to get the championship game and enjoy that day ideally a win at home you're going to take out away from the fans because the vast majority of the fans can't go to the super bowl already so correct so what the fan base gets the fan base gets that championship that moment that game at home to celebrate your team because it's most likely the last time you're going to watch your team in person is that game. In your stadium. In your place. Yeah, in your stadium. Those those are lifetime memories. You want to take that game away from the fucking fans? They've got a lot of bad, bad ideas, the NFL. That's one of the worst ones I ever fucking heard. Because think about ever. it. The money they would make from what they would do is they would sell the game to a New Orleans, Atlanta, Detroit, you know, Miami, they'd sell the game to them. And then it would be an extra trip. It would be the trip. Okay. You can't go to the super bowl, but you could go to the championship game trip, like a bowl game type of thing. It's a horrible idea. It's an absolute, but that's what afford to go to both. Oh, you can't go to both. You pick one or the other, but you, but you're more likely to get tickets because the corporate nature of the super bowl means the number of tickets on the market are tiny. Right. It's not, not that many tickets. So you have, the way they did it was if you're a season ticket holder, you get first right to go and buy the ticket in Atlanta. That, that's how they sold 55,000 seats. So they do the same thing. Hey, you're a ticket holder. You have a right to buy the ticket in New, wherever, New Orleans, in Miami, in Texas, in you know Dallas, wherever we're going to play the game. 
you can get tickets. And if you get tickets, more than likely you would go. It's an awful idea. It's why you play the whole playoff tournament is to get the home field advantage. I mean, college is going to home fields in the first round in two years. Now the NFL is thinking about copying college and going to a neutral field. It's an awful idea. It's a terrible idea. But they're worried about weather, right? I mean, hey, if you wanted Buffalo in, you could make that stupid argument. Oh, well, the weather came into play or Buffalo would have won if it was sunny. It's part of the game. Exactly. It's part of the fun. Part of the fun of the whole thing is that Mother Nature can be a bitch. When you, you know? turn on that game, <laughs> seriously, like, wasn't that cool? Like, it was awesome. I, I tweeted no it. No game in January. No games are awesome to watch and suck to watch in person. Right. <laughs> it sucked right. to be there. Oh, on my couch, it's, it's a snow oh. globe and it's awesome. In person, it sucks to watch a game when you're wet the whole day. Guys, watching the show. We got a nice crowd in there watching the show. Go through and put which city you're from right now. Like if you have a team or you, if you're not in a city that has a team, who's your team? Right. You'll see all the different people from all the, like we don't got just Eagles fans or just Giants fans or whatever. There's not one of you, I would venture to say, that thinks a neutral site championship game in the NFL, AFC or NFC, is a good idea. Watch where these people are from. We got people in Tennessee. We got people in Philadelphia. We got people in New York. We got people in California, Arizona, all over the place watching the show. Texas, Florida. Ooh. Nobody thinks that this is a good idea. I even floating it out there. I hope somebody said, Hey, boss, bad idea. Well, luckily it didn't happen. The Bengals saved us from the experiment. Thank good. So that's big. Not to have that experiment is. They had the door. They tried to pry it open, and it got shut by Joe Burrow, luckily. So the Eagles were all over the Giants. Watch these cities keep flying by in the chat. This is great. Not even one has doubled up yet. They're 12 deep. Just bam, 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 bam. Go. Line, what'd you make of the Eagles' performance? If they play like that next week against the Niners, can they be beaten? The Eagles? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's do this one for those people. All right. It's a clash of what I'm wearing, but it's all right. I don't give a shit. It's our show. Yeah. Um, the Eagles beat the Giants, who beat the Vikings. Mm-hmm. How about the Vikings? We all understand. <laughs> Listen, Vikings suck. We don't need to talk about the Vikings no yeah. more. All right. Like we've done enough. They've done enough for us. It's unfortunate the Vikings aren't still playing so we can make money betting against because <laughs> they were a very good cash cow for they a were. number of people. Um, I don't take anything away from the Eagles game. That's what they were supposed to do. You take nothing away from that game. Other than Jalen Hurts self looked pretty good. Yep. <laughs> um, Rushing touchdown, threw the ball really well. All of it. Yep. Doesn't affect a damn thing. For Like in the book, it wouldn't affect one thing. Okay. I said, I was texting people last night. I put it on Twitter. That's Sports BK and Zig. I do the question time from the book where literally you can reach me and interactive and I'll tweet you back and we can make a connection. It's awesome. What do you make the number? That one was all over the place. That one was all over the place. There was a lot of people that said Eagles three, three and a half, a little bit extra. There were people that said San Francisco one, two, and everywhere in between. I think it's pick. Hmm. Just let them bet it. Like, let them bet you up. Let them bet you down. 
Take bets either way. Hold that thought. What do you make of the way that Philly played in the fourth quarter? Did they run the score up? I mean, it wasn't one of those like, you know, lines from uh, Remember the Titans when, you know, the defensive coordinator looked over and said, run it up, Herman, leave no doubt. That's one of my favorite lines of all time. I used it in a book all the time on a day where you're <laughs> holding the ticket minus seven and a half and they're scoring because you're trying to get the over. Like they're trying to get the game over the total. Um, I mean, you can't tell the guy to stop once he breaks through the line. It was a late touchdown, but uh, it's okay if it happens, right? No? Oh, I think it's, I don't, in a in divisional round, Yeah, I don't give a flip about it. Run the score up. Right. Knock yeah. them in, but you're going to have your day. That that gets squirreled into the mind of Brian Dabble. Be fun I to watch Sirianni. This, Sirianni doesn't look like he gives a shit about any of it. He does not. He's <laughs> talking to everybody about everything. He's talking to people on the sideline. It looks like he's talking to the cameras to make sure the people at home know. He don't, he don't care. So that's fine. Philly don't care. That's no, that, they don't. This is this is big, man. Well, look, Dak went back to being Dak. And people who were surprised at that performance by Dak Prescott, you simply weren't paying attention. What, like that what was the best. Surprised, were you? They people were surprised. People were like, I can't believe Dak played like that. I can't believe he was, I can't believe he got picked off two times in the first half. I can't what? believe he missed that many receivers. Really? And I was like, you're just telling on yourselves. Like, but if you say that publicly or tweet that publicly, you are telling the world you didn't watch the Cowboys over the last nine weeks of the year. Right. Cause that was the Dak Prescott that I said it during the week. The best thing that happened to me as someone who was pulling for the 49ers was that Dak Prescott killed the tip of tip of Buccaneers and got all that fake confidence off of it. Mm. Cause he was facing a completely different animal on the road against San Francisco the Buccaneers defense was bad for the last month of the season. Yeah, he played a perfect game that game against a bad defense yep. or a another team that is really good running downhill, but when it's level or they got to go uphill, maybe not so much. That's what But I mean, look at the numbers. That game was dead even. The turnovers decided that game and I think Pollard getting hurt iced it. I yeah. I I, I the Cowboys played it pretty tough. I mean, that game was – did you enjoy the game itself? I tweeted it was 9-9, awesome. and I it thought fun. this was the best fucking game of the weekend. I like, said it was going to be – it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. It was, it was a field goal game, hard card, and then the toughness for the 49ers was going to win out. And it did. Tougher team, more physical team. Give me that type of game. Like, that was a fun playoff. game. Yeah, it's a playoff game. That looked, looked like a playoff game. That was Physical as hell. Smacking guys around, big Both contact, teams. big hits. Yeah. And look, Micah Parsons is going to be a problem for a long period of time. Right. He needs some help in the secondary. I mean, they need they, they need yeah. some corners. They, they need some help there. But Dan Quinn's going to be gone. And I don't know if Mike McCarthy's coming back. I, I mean, who I think are you replacing him with? Sean Payton. Sean Payton looks like he's having a lot of fun on TV. I don't know. He is, but he's taking a job. He's going to work next year. Speaking That's a fact. TV, what's Fox doing? Can you put – are they trying to get a whole football team on the screen at once? Did you see any of the pregame show? There's 11 guys standing there talking. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I was they like, have what are they the, doing? The, they have the Super Bowl. That's why. Oh, okay. So, Makes sense. Because, because they have the Super Bowl there. 
now going to be more inclined. Oh, okay. So they're 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 ramping everything up on this. Wow. I, I think yeah. I, look, Sean Payton to the Dallas Cowboys was what was said over the summer, mm. and, and I think it's the same. If Dan Quinn leaves, Mike McCarthy. I'm not a Dak guy. Uh, I'm just not. I haven't been. I'm still not a Dak guy. I'll bet against Dak a lot in the postseason. They are stuck with the contract. I just think they, I don't know how McCarthy, What what's the bar? Because Jerry Jones said such crazy things after the win against Tampa. And then after the loss, looked like someone had shot his dog in front of him. Well, I mean, he really thought they were going to win the game. Like he, he <laughs> but really, I mean, he's really mad. Like he apologized on behalf of the heartbroken <laughs> hundreds of thousands of cowboy fans that are out there. Please know that our team feels the same way you do, that we're heartbroken, blah, blah, blah. Of course. Why though? I mean, it's really weird. When the Patriots lose in the playoffs, I've never seen Robert Kraft come out and say anything like that. He's won. He's won. <laughs> he's won six of them. That's what I mean. Like, but Jerry's won. won three. Yeah, but he did it too quick and too soon early in his stint. And now as he's getting older, you get more nostalgic and you realize it's a whole nother year of this. I have to figure out a way to get this team in position again. And I have right. to get close. And now like. Same thing in Buffalo, right? It's the same. You spend oh, all the time running your mouth in August, uh, all your time running your mouth about what's going to happen. And now uh, you've eliminated the whole playoffs don't matter anymore. Right. I mean, the regular season doesn't matter anymore. It's all about the playoffs. Right. So now it's like the NBA where you're going to skip 17 games and go right to the postseason, And that's right. all you care about is what you do in the playoffs. Right. It makes it hard when that's the bar. Oh, and, and it makes the swings. Like when you lose, it's like, Oh, you know, it's talk about the swift donkey kick to the nuts. I just want to get it right every time. It's, a, it's what it is, right? Jared looked like he got kicked twice. <sighs> He's an yes. emotional. I mean, he was, you know, it was a crusher. So not as much as books may have got crushed on that missed extra point, by the way. Did you, that was 500 plus uh, a five to five one more. return yeah. on that. Yeah. Plus 500. Yeah. It's on nice. a missed extra point. Missed the first one, blocked, whatever he kicked. They took it a left. dime. Oh. That was circle was taking a dime on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one, <laughs> that one probably left a mark. That one probably left that one left a little mark. It was probably a loud cheer. Probably one of the loudest cheers ever for a missed extra point in a in book. In the book. Yeah. yeah. Had to be. Had and it was going to be, even if it wasn't blocked, he was going to miss it. Right. It was it was projected to go 10, 10 yards to the left. Yeah. How about the end of that game, the San uh, Francisco-Dallas game? Chef B just came in and said, Schultz not getting his uh, second foot down on the last play, the second to last play of the game. Lost his parlay of a touchdown in over 41 and a half yards because he would have had 42. Oh, that stinks. And ruled that had been a catch. I was saying that had zero impact on the outcome of the game. (laughs) Like it was just a hit, but a lot of that prop. Yeah. A lot of that game had a lot of props. Oh yeah. That were decided and stuff. And and there were swings. It was so close. People were betting over everything. I don't, I couldn't figure it out. Like what do people betting over on everything over on deck yards, over on party yards, over on the game. It's like, what are we doing guys? What? uh Huh? Yeah. It was a dead under from the get go. I had had the kickoff that game. I had the over on a Pollard rushing yards. Oh, uh, that, that could have him get a, getting carted away. I'm like, yeah, 
Ah. Yeah, that's that's the prop betting it, world. It's a wonder some books didn't give that back though. I was they honestly, probably I was do about that. I was like, hmm. they will, they might. They refunded the I Mahomes. Think it was parlayed with, I don't even know. I don't care. They refunded the fucking Mahomes numbers when he missed a quarter. That was one of the crazy. He missed a quarter. It's since past but past. That one came across the timeline. I was running around and I came home and just, you know, got away from it while I was driving all this stuff. I come home and I'm catching up. I'm like, wait a second. The game's going on. Still going on. Not over yet. What the fuck? If he, what if he comes back now? What he did. And he did. And he did. (laughs) Play the whole second half. Reach out to Johnny P and say, do you pay everybody now? Like, what do you do? You do. You pay everybody. Yeah. You refund everything. You pay out the yes. And then you refund the no. What's the purpose of the betting? I don't. I, it Isn't doesn't make it any sense. Right or to win or lose. Like, what are we doing? It's dumb because now, because what I said was, okay, so now are we refunding my Travis Kelsey bet? Because I had Kelsey over 81 and a half yards. Do I get refunded on that? Because I need the quarterback to be there to get Kelsey numbers. Now he got over on it because oh, Mahomes came back. Leap too far with that one. Why? I mean, it's it, it's not too far. It's the same exact thing. It's if you're gonna refund one thing, why you're gonna refund everything? Like, why even take the bets? It's is one misstep happened, one out of context storyline problem occurs, mm. and you blow the whole market up. You just I don't it, get that. I just don't get this is what happens like with baseball and why taking the stats out from a pitcher who is a steroid cheat doesn't work because you can't pull the numbers because the batter gets affected. The catcher gets affected. Everything that goes into play. Yeah. Guys, numbers are all are are now all together. It's a communal thing on the game. So like if you're going to take that one market and say, okay, we're we're, all Mahomes is markets rushing his anytime touchdown over yardage. We're going to refund all of those because Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Well, then you have to refund all the receivers too. Cause that guy is catching the ball from home. Yeah. This is all sounds like a terrible idea. It's a, the whole thing's a terrible idea. Stop doing this. Like please bet. You lose. It's part of it. It's just, it's 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 like you're teaching you're teaching kids. This is like rewarding your child for throwing a temper tantrum with an ice cream sundae. Yeah, no good. What do it 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 it, they're gonna keep on throwing temper tantrums to get ice cream sundaes? Right. So like, what are you doing as from a book perspective of saying, well, we get the extra publicity, we get the extra love, our customers like us, they they get happy. Yeah, until they expect it, and then you don't give it to them, and they're pissed off. And, and you've created the angry child who's yeah, it's no banging on their, you know, on their table no. saying in their high chair, give me what I want. Yeah, that's terrible. Who, who the, wants that? It's so hit or miss as to when I made the joke before they even did it. I said, oh, they're going to refund the Mahomes stuff now. I was kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was real. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. They're going to refund yeah. all the Mahomes stuff. Yeah, they I was are. like, okay, fine. Then I was like, well, then where's my where's my refund on, on my Travis Kelsey? Over 81 and a half yards. Give me that back, please. Do you like ice cream sundaes? Of course. What's your favorite? Like, what do you, what do you, if you got an ice cream sundae, what's your favorite topping? Like, how do you get it? Do you get the chocolate sauce, the caramel sauce, both? Do you get food I prefer on to air, make bananas? It, I, prefer to, I prefer to make it myself. But if I'm going oh. to go out to do that, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll do the whole everything. Oh, give you me it all. Load it all up. Give me everything. Anything sweet. Give me it all. All together on all that's like you you mix the different sauces and stuff like that. 
I don't really like caramel sauce all that much. I probably would leave that okay. off. All right. But whipped cream, Jimmy's, cherries. You call them Jimmy's? Yeah. That's what they're called. Oh. Why? Sprinkles oh, or Jimmy's? Oh, wow. <laughs> Put it in a chat. Put it well, in a it's chat. Where, this hold on. This is, this is where you're from. This is legitimately, do you call it a sub or a hoagie? Is there, or a, or a, or a gyro or a One gyro. thing at a time. I'm just saying, these are all different. It, this is a colloquial Jimmy's. thing. Where are you from? In New England, it's a Jimmy. In Pittsburgh, it's a Jimmy. Oh, is it really? Hell yeah. Uh, everywhere else. So is it soda or pop in Pittsburgh? Pop. See, it's soda where we are. Yeah, I don't, a pop is like Midwest. Like it Correct. starts like around Pittsburgh, yep. goes to Ohio, yep. and goes to the Midwest. Keeps going then, all the way out to to visit Colorado, to, and then it goes <laughs> back to the West. Is 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 soda? Soda, yeah. But this Jimmy thing, I didn't know it was called anything else but Jimmy's. Oh, and then I got to Penn State, and they're like, "What the hell is a Jimmy? Who's Jimmy?" I said, "It's the things on the donuts." What are you talking about? <laughs> they're sprinkles. What the fuck oh. is a sprinkle? What are you talking about? Yeah. I didn't know. And yeah. then we moved, you know, uh, after uh, Curacao back to Pittsburgh oh, and then Phoenix. And I, sprinkles. I, was, I was told it was a sprinkle. I yeah. moved here with Jessica. We go to we go to Dairy Queen and she asked for Jimmy's. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am, what do you what what are you asking for? And she's like, those things over there. You mean the sprinkles? And she got mad. She's like, oh. They're Jimmy's. I said, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sprinkles are Jimmy's. Put it in the chat right now. Sprinkles are Jimmy's. It's Jimmy's. Yeah. It's a New England thing. It's it's an East Coast thing. Like, nobody knows. Like, if you say that here, they'll be like, well, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's where I, I do everything. I don't really love marshmallow, but I'll do it. I prefer cream over marshmallow. I love the marshmallow. It's good. I like it. I mean, anything sweet, I'll take. Caramel sauce, I'll take. But like, really, the ice cream, the three scoops of the ice cream really do matter. I don't love banana splits. I'll eat them, but I'm not a huge fan. Did you have friendlies in Pittsburgh? Yes. You had friendlies in Pittsburgh. Wow. Yes. Never the Jim Dandies? I wasn't a big fan. Nor was I. Because he just, I was, I didn't love them. I, 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 Jim, I, but people would always be like, because it was the biggest one on the menu. So right. like you, you would go for your right. team celebration and you would go to friendlies and you go yeah. to friendlies and the team yeah. celebration was like, you got to order the gym dandy. It's the biggest damn thing on the menu. Right. And I was always like, eh. it was always the value play, right? That was the okay. value. Play. Yeah. It's like eight bucks. Well, it was the most expensive one. Cause it was right. the biggest the gob- stuff. Right. Get the goblet, yeah. the huge yeah. thing. Right. And then the, the banana split was just on, on the, the lengthwise one. That was a smaller version of it. If you wanted to get right. it, but I prefer just the one with the, I prefer the one where they made the face. And the upside down cone. Oh, forget forget what that was called. It's been that was just, like decades since I've even seen a friend. There's still friendlies. There's like four in New England still. Seriously, they're almost all gone. Yeah, but they, because their their headquarters were based in Worcester, Mass. Oh, so okay. That was so the headquarters okay. of friendlies. Yeah. So there's still some in the middle part of the state. There are still okay. some friendlies. But I remember when the friendlies in my town closed, it became a bank. It was like a traumatic experience for all the kids <laughs> in Andover. They're right. like, oh, that sucks. That's so many memories of going there after school and like going to all celebratory stuff. And that was we the place. Had, Isley's was the place for us. Uh-huh. The, the, that was a Pittsburgh-based place. And that's where my dad went. So like as the family of five kids and two parents, I mean, that was a big trip to take the kids for ice cream. <laughs> it's expensive. And it was, it was expensive as hell. So like yeah. we didn't do it that often. But when we did, we went to Isley's. And then- they put a Dairy Queen close to the house, and that became the post-baseball nice. game 
place to go. You got ice cream in a helmet. Do you remember the batting helmets? Well, th- th- those were all reserved for Fenway Park, though. That was a baseball game thing. Uh, the, the Sunday in the ice cream in, in, in the in the actual only at the batting helmet. Yeah, that was a ballpark thing for me and my family. That, that was okay. more of a tra- tradition that you got at Fenway. Somebody yeah. asked me the other day, what's my favorite place on earth? Oh, I question. I actually think it's Fenway. Really? I actually, I had to come around. I really, I was trying to figure out like, where would I like if some, cause the person said like, if you were going to spread your ashes somewhere, where would you have your ashes be spread? Like oh. what's your favorite place on the earth? And I was like, wow. man, I've lived in so many different places. I've moved around so much. Right. Fenway's the anchor point. Like there's just something about, I, I, I can like literally paint the picture of what I feel when I walk up from the bowels of Fenway and you just see the field. That's and there's just something, something about that. There's just something, something magical about, yep. about a yep. summer day at Fenway park. When you walk up, knowing that people for a hundred plus years have been looking at this exact same view yeah, and seeing game after game, after game, yep. the sounds, the sights, everything about Fenway. No, it's smell it's phenomenal and and it's uncomfortable and it's tight and it's small and it's, it is for those seats suck it suck <laughs> but They're it's terrible. part of the ambiance of everything with fenway and because i've spent i mean that's where i went in the morning madeline got born i was you know doing a show from fenway right. and i was right. in the press box and i was on the in, down on the field and i was in the in the dugout and like I've had so many cool memories. One of my favorite road races that I ever ran ended at home plate at Fenway park. So we ran Ooh. through the ballpark and we ran, you know, on the one, the warning track at touch the green monster and stuff. And like, I've just had more memories. I did like, Oh, it's Fenway park. That's kind of crazy. That's <laughs> my, wild. my favorite place on wild. Earth is, is, is Fenway park. But yeah. anyways, all right, before we run out of time here, um, let me, I got one quick question and then we'll yep. go to this ask the book question. Justin mm-hmm. in Vermont is back with a ask the book question. Justin, welcome, sir. Any concern about Brock Purdy on the road this week? Yes. That's Huge, the handicap. right? Yes. This is a problem, right? He's well, been coddled. Be. I don't know. I'm really I Do love you think the he Niners. Was coddled yesterday? I think he playing at home in the friendly confines in front of San Francisco. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of moments it helped been like been like yikes. He's no made doubt. throws that have been like, oh boy, that the Eagles fan base playing on the road at the link for the NFC championship game. It's going to be loud. It's going to be very, very loud. He's going to have an issue with that noise and that like they're going to be on him from the time he comes out of the locker room for warmups and it's not going to stop. So it's a you different know, type I mean, of world. I mean, he played at Iowa State. He played in uh, some nasty places. Uh, not uh, Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> not, not these people. Mm-mm. This is, there might be, this is the worst fan base in the country oh, what, when they're winning. Talking about what? When they're winning. There's they're no good. worse fan base in the country than the Boston fan base when they're winning. And After it ain't not. even close. Philly has us beat. No, 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 no. Philly has, I've seen them both. You're nuts. Philly, they don't win in Philly. Oh, now you've done it. They don't win. We win. Where's my glasses? Okay. So Boston fans, when we were 20 years ago, we were like Philadelphia fans. Sure. Maybe. Fine. We're not worse now. Philly won back then. Philly won championships back then. 
1980. All four teams went to the championship in 1980. Only one of them won. Okay. Eagles lost to the Raiders. Okay. Sixers like, lost to the Lakers. Eagles have two rings, right? Uh, two. Okay. They have two. Yeah. Phillies have three? Two, uh, three? No, the Phillies have multiple championships. It's That's been a while. Three, three is multiple, but yeah. Flyers have how many cups? Couple, four? Three? Back four? Back. I think just two. Two? Okay. I think two wins. They've been to the cup multiple times, lost as well. Okay. Not Buffalo-like, but lost, yeah. Sixers have won, right? 1983. Yeah, they won. One of the best years of my life. Okay. I slept in that Sixers warm-up, snap-off <laughs> pants and everything every day. Dr. Okay. J was my hero. So they have – now, if you add them all up, you have as many as the Patriots have in the last 10 years. <sighs> okay. So we're okay. Boston fan base is nasty when or winning. We're nasty. No, we're 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 nasty. Sure. Not to be, we're nasty, Period. but we're not like this. Okay, we're not like Philly fans who decide to buy lacrosse tickets to be able to tailgate from ten o'clock in the morning Smart. until the game. Smart. Smart, but that's the level of psychosis we're talking about here. Okay, they are on a different level at the moment. I don't think Brock Purdy has played in front of anything like he'll play in front of on Sunday. Oh man, Monty came in. Jim Montgomery came in. Eagles one, Phillies two, Flyers two, Sixers three. Sixers are three. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Is that right, Monty? The Sixers have won three NBA championships. Must have done that shit before I was born. Sixers have won three NBA titles. Eagles have won. What do you mean? Eagles won yeah. two Super Bowls. Did they not? Well, they beat the, the Eagles. Beat the Patriots. Oh uh, yeah, they, no, they beat. When they beat the Patriots, that was snapping of those three. They lost to the Patriots when McNabb and yeah. Puked up himself. Yep. Right. But they, they have three. 55, 67, 83. The Sixers. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That's why we got guys. We got we got Philly guys that watch the show. Thanks, Monty. Appreciate how many, it. how many titles for the Flyers? I mean, sorry, for the um two Flyers. Flyers. I know that. Back two to Flyers. Back, Broad Street Bulls. For the Phillies have one. It says two. 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 Wow. All along, all these years, two. All yeah, they got Philly. is two. Eagles have one championship. That's it. One. God, it feels one. like they've won a hundred the way they talk. That's my point. They do. That's they do my that. point. Holy shit. They've won one ring. They, they've, only, they've only won one and it was with Nick Foles. <laughs> right. How about that? Right. So there you go with that. So anyways, all right, sports grid. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Stay here. If you guys in sports, go listen to the ask the book segment. Cause it's going to be next year. You'll miss it, but it's going to be good. So go listen yeah. to the podcast. All right. All right. So here is Justin in Vermont. Okay. Who sent us this? I've seen the ticket. Okay. I have the ticket, but the picture of the actual ticket. Oh God. I'm not going to okay. post it because I don't want to do that. But here's Justin. It says, yes, sir. Matt, Question for Dave. Yep. Huge Bengals fan, friend of mine, huge Eagles fan. We're in Vegas together last August. They pulled a bet for 150 bucks for the Eagles and the Bengals to play in the Super Bowl. They got the exact at 168 to one. Oh, okay. oh. just Fast to forward. play. Yep. Like they just, just need the matchup. They don't need to win or lose result. It's a parlay of Eagles winning the NFC and the Bengals winning the AFC. Oh, hell yeah. That's the parlay. Oh, once 168 to one. <laughs> what would you do 
How would you recommend it? It's a hundred and fifty dollars. It's a hundred and fifty bucks to win two to win twenty five thousand two hundred bucks. What in the hell is the question here? They want to know what to do with it. How much to hedge? They they want to right, but how much? They want to know how much to hedge back. Listen, you can go one and one. So don't even try to trick yourself and do a two game parlay with the opposite. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because you could go one and one and lose them both. Both. Okay. Bengals can get there and not the Eagles. The Eagles could get there and not the Bengals. So you can't just bet Niners and Chiefs because what okay. if you split? So you can't do a parlay. I think you bet five dimes on each individual bet and hope they both lose. If they don't, you make 5000 on the one that wins the straight bet. Otherwise, you win 15000 right? If they both lose, you win the parlay. Yeah, right. Okay, so you, you net you go one you in win one. 25, you blow 10, you win 15000 and you have no sweat on Sunday. Okay? Yeah. If you go one and one, you break even completely and lose the juice. Yeah, so you're going to lose a couple hundred bucks. Plus 150. Right. So you're going to be down like 300 bucks. It's up to you. I mean, or you could, or you can bet it to win the juice back. You, you, you can, you can mathematically structure it. So like you can minimize the, the games juice. aren't at the same time. The beauty of this. Okay. So you oh, also once the first it, game, uh, I see what you're saying. Yep. And then you'll know if you're you'll live or not. God damn. No, if you're live or not. Right. So maybe maybe you bet a dime on the first game. Correct. And then you and know then you roll it over. And then roll it over and know if you cashed, okay, you've made you made you split and you each are gonna split. You, you lose 150 and win 850 back. So or nine, whatever back. So you win eight hundred bucks back. You win four hundred bucks each. So you've won that. Or you're live and you can come in heavy on the other side. The bet is to win twenty five thousand. Uh-huh. So, and you need the Eagles. And the Bengals, yeah. Okay. So you bet the, the Niners on the money line plus money. A dime. Whatever you want to guarantee positive yield. Yeah, you win 1200 bucks. But a thousand bucks to win 1200 Okay. They lose. Yeah, now you're down. You're now you're down 1150 11, Step away. You need the God, you need the Chiefs or the Bengals for $25,000. Yeah, is what essentially this is, right? Yeah. You have liquid, however much you want to risk. If you're going to win twenty five thousand and you're stuck a dime, your net is twenty four, right, Justin? Right, now, yeah. right. If you want to guarantee yourself an enjoyable rest of the evening, you can bet ten dimes on Kansas City money line. You will either net 10 dimes because it's almost a pick them. So it's almost 10 to win 10. Or you will win 12 or 14. You've made profit either way. And you can enjoy the game. Now, however much you want to gamble, you can gamble. Right. You don't have to do 10 and cut it in half. So you will just do three. You're going to guarantee yourself winning a yeah. minimum of three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would. You have to that's pick it. up at least three to four thousand. Like you've got to for your time. Yeah, you've got to. You, like you have, have to, to make sure that you're going to take 
you've each put 75 bucks down, you each have to clear two or three dimes. Like you just, you have to. It's too live. You may never be in this position again. Make sure. And then if you hit and you make 10 each, awesome. But if you don't, it would suck because you only need one game to go awry and you lose. So that's the problem. Listen, Justin did so good to get close to uh, Survivor, the Survivor, and and had such a great year picking the games, and we were all rooting for him and all this other stuff. Take some time, take some money for yourself, man. Take a little something for your time. That's what I, I always had a guy tell me that, even when I, I heard him say it to my dad all the time, and my dad would then tell people that. So I started saying it back when I was like young, and now I used to say the book: take something for your time. You've you've done the work. You put yourself in this position. Make sure you at least double your money. Minimum. Fair. Let's run through the games quickly tonight. Yep. Celtics have won nine straight, laying seven and a half on the road at Orlando. As if as if the Bruins aren't enough to just win every day. <laughs> oh, we just get a mid-January streak of the Celtics <laughs> just winning nine in a row. Sneaky. They're gonna win again. So do you money line it with something, with something else? I'm not laying seven and a half. Orlando stinks when they beat the Celtics back-to-back times in Boston. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't think the Celtics don't remember that. I don't know. I, I, I'd be okay even laying it with the seven and a half, and I don't like seven and a half ever. But I would only play the Celtics. And, yes, if you can find it, like, uh, like Gabe and Cam like to say, if you can find a dance partner for a yeah. money line, Yes. It's not bad. Memphis has lost two games in a row. They're only minus one and a half to get the Kings tonight. Yeah. Road favorites in the NBA. Yuck. Hasn't been working out so well for them, have it? Uh-uh. Yeah, Memphis uh, lost to the Lakers. Well, that game was, whew, had a lot of off-the-court stuff happening in that game. Right? Shannon Sharp trying to start some shit on Friday night in front of everybody. That was interesting. Yep. Um. But this like the beam has me. I can't wait to watch this game. 740. I I put this one in the rotation today. Woo. The Kings, baby. I like the Kings at home. I, I, I think you I think this is a, it's not a huge step up, but it is. This is a right. measuring stick game. Sacramento is leading their division, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quietly, but yep, they are. Getting Rockets have won. Yeah, Rockets have lost 13 games in a row. Terrible. This, this number is weird. Why is it only five and a half? T-Wolves are bad, but like... It's Minnesota on the road, sir. I know. But how much? How high should it be? You know the seven, seven rule. Eight? Can't be seven. No way. Rockets suck. We're trying to find that number. Where do we need to be? I mean, if it was our book, would you go right now? The market's coming back. Circa and... Really? Caesars is five. Wow. Yeah, there's only there's taking the Rockets. Was just yeah. basically they can't lose as many games in a row. They're, they're bound to win one. At some point, you you get these guys, the value shoppers, whether they're rhombuses or parallelograms, you just don't know. But right. they love to take the points at home with bad basketball teams. They'd be wrong six times in a row. They'll tell you that one time that they're right. <laughs> That's where they're coming today on that game. No question. We can't make it Ooh. higher than this. So the Rangers are at home. The Panthers are on the road. The New Rangers, New York at, Rangers, New York oh, Rangers are 11, 11, 9 and four yes. at home, straight up. Yes, yes. 
Florida is 11, 14, and two on the road. 11, 14, and two on the road. That's a losing record on the road. Correct. Rangers barely have a winning record at home. Panthers have a losing record on the road. Correct. Who wins? Rangers. No? That that easy? Just snap at Rangers? Well, no, this is not going to be easy because the Rangers have been very pedestrian at home, very inconsistent at home. Uh, Igor's not just the wall. Mm-mm. That he was before. I mean, the total in this game six and a half with overjuiced minus one twenty. Yeah, this these. normally would be a game would be five and a half over. This is six and a half over. Here is your uh, if you want extra action on this today. Oh. The over has hit fourteen straight times in the Panthers and Rangers last fourteen head to head games. Games going in the, over in the game. The, the Rangers have fourteen. Uh, Ranger Ranger goals in those games in the 14 times is averaging 4.2 goals a game. Panthers are averaging 3.5 goals per game, and both backup goaltenders are in. Over, maybe. My reason why I didn't bet it is because Lions in the net for the for uh, for the Panthers, and that concerned me a little bit. Over, probably. I have no concern about the total. I like the over the best. Ryan's um, goals against average is 2.55. He hasn't played very much, but he's got, he's for in the two games he's played, it's been pretty good. So if he plays tonight, that's why I didn't bet it overnight. I may come back and bet it during the day. I may bet it today, but I'll give you, I'll give you a better to book it right now. I, okay. I, I like to give you these without putting them in the rundown or telling you, because this is actual, we get an actual real, like for people that need new content ideas and different <laughs> things like that. This is, we reverse the table a little bit. And I say to okay. Matt, what do you think of this? There's four games in the NHL tonight. Okay, uh-huh. Toronto's hosting the Islanders. Florida's uh-huh. at the Rangers. Uh-huh. Buffalo is at Dallas. Yep. And Columbus is at Calgary. Mm-hmm. I looked at it this morning and went, "It's a four four game money line parlay. Easy. It's all four favorites win tonight. Put them together. What does it pay? I didn't do it yet because I said, you know what? This is something we'll do right on the show. But Toronto should beat four to one. It's what? Four to one. We got Toronto at home against the Islanders. Huh? We got the Rangers. We're going to have to damn sweat it probably huh? against the Panthers. We got Dallas is going to beat Buffalo at home. Are they not? They're minus 180, minus 175. It's and, better to book it. And Calgary, for goodness sakes, is minus, I can't even believe this number, minus 350 or 360. 60. <laughs> Some places 380, 390. Okay. We get four to one, and you could do two of them. Not saying, just saying, but you could do two parlays, the big three favorites, and flip the Florida game and do the other. So you do a $10 parlay, you're getting that's 40. Five, that's five to one. And a $10 parlay, instead of the Rangers, you use Florida. So now you only have to get the three games in, and you guarantee the result. Okay, so you don't net as much, and that's not a good way to bet. It's a fun way to bet. Yeah. So like good way to bet. Yeah. Just putting it out there. And you can Interesting. play with, like regulation win. You can get the different prices. 60. Yep. Yeah. There's four NHL games today. It looks like four favorites to me. Just say. Not saying. If, just say. If you Calgary. If you took Calgary um, in 60 minutes, it's six to one. Yeah. 
So, but you, you have to go with the Panthers to win that game. Auto uh, just came in and said, "Be careful with Dallas." I That's, disagree. Him and I disagree. Yeah, Stars haven't given up haven't given up a goal at, in two games. Four zero, four zero, four zero, four zero. Last two games, right? For the Stars. Yep. Minus one seventy five against Buffalo. I like the Stars, but I think they house them. House them? Yeah. Ottinger has been phenomenal. He's great at home. Five of the last six wins for the Dallas Stars. When they've won at home, they've won on the puck line. Right, so if right. They win, they win on the puck. They can lose the game. They, they lose to Buffalo, okay. But they're not going to win the game by one, in my mind. They either win the game by two or more. Oh, okay. okay. Or they lose outright, hmm. in, my per, in my personal opinion. But one more. Toronto is 17-3-4 and four at home. Uh, is that good? <laughs> they're laying minus 235 against the Islanders. Too expensive. 17. But this could be your money line. If you want to take the Celtics in Toronto and have that be your parlay. Oh, there you go. Okay. You could do that's that. Not bad, that's not, not a bad, bad bet. No, not bad. In my mind. Yeah. Not if you're looking for, if you're looking for some extra action on that, that would be, let me see what that would pay. Um, geez, money Boston's line, money line? three to one right now. Or one to three, one to three rather. Yeah. Uh, that is a minus 112 two leg money line parlay at Fandel. At the moment, just win a game, win a game. So I might as well tie no spread. A little juice, but you're yeah, win win. Straight bet. Yep, I like that. All right, better to book a time. Here we go. Two hockey plays. Hockey guy. He's frozen. Just when we're gonna give the hockey play. Bam! Come back, Matt. Hold on. Oh, what Hi. Are you doing? Oh my goodness. Hi. Good. There, you're back. Okay, you're yeah. good. Under six goals, Toronto and the Islanders. Under six goals. Ooh, some places have gone to five and a half. Good. It's Sorokin against Samsonov. Six. On, I, I mean, all right. I'll buy it. Let's go. Three, two final in the first matchup at Toronto. Yeah. Toronto has been very good at home and Samsonov has been cool. I mean, actually he's been, I mean, just good everywhere. <laughs> he's he's really he's really good. Islanders don't score all that much, but it's fun when you start pulling up. There's enough data now. You start pulling up the splits for these guys yeah, yeah. when they play at home. Samsonov's at home goals against average is one point six one. It's pretty good. <laughs> so just need him to be average tonight. Just get your average, bud. And we should be three two final one way or the other. Three two final. And we get the push potential on a four-two final too. So under six for Toronto and the Islanders. And, and I'm taking Dallas. And East came in and said the Islanders are on a four-game skid too. Huh? Keep that in mind. Yep. So they're not uh, scoring either. Yeah. And then I'm taking the Dallas Stars on the puck line at plus one forty-eight. Buffalo's been pretty good on the puck line. I'll give you this. I was, was going to say this. This twenty-four and twenty-one. Book. Buffalo's twenty-four yeah. twenty-one on the puck line. They've been pretty good. Dallas also been very good. Dallas yeah. is really good at home. 4-0, 4-0 the last two games. Both goaltenders, both Wedgwood and Ottinger have been phenomenal. Ottinger's been better. He's their number one. Yep. They're just thought the stars are arguably the, you know, the Bruins are number one, obviously, but the stars aren't that far behind, including hot hockey teams at the moment. Yeah. Otto coming in and telling me, uh, be careful with Dallas and stuff. And then this price, this is the one that, when I looked at the board, this was the one I was concerned about the most as far it's as down favorite significantly. So, yeah. It's I, down I, to plus one. It's down to plus one twenty four. So it's been bet already. Right. Yeah. I'd got be 20 cautious. cents, 20 cents off of them off of like a better number last night than 
Way better right. over last night. Yeah. So I, I'll book this one. But I mean, it can win. This is, yeah. this, this, you know, this can win. I just, oh, I'm totally I'm comfortable with this bet. I mean, I, I yeah. went back and forth. I looked at the puck line. I thought, man, Buffalo's pretty good on the puck line. I just, Buffalo on the road's been pretty good. I mean, I, I, I get it that they, they, they've been, you know, a team that you have to pay attention to. They're 12, 7, and 1 on the road. Ottawa, but, but Dallas is 13, 5, and 3 at home. Ottinger is 7. He's 21, Ooh. 7, and 4 overall with a 2.20 goals against. And Lukanen, Lukanen is 12, 5, and 1, but he's got a 3.31 goals against average. He can give them up. Okay. Buffalo on the year has a 3.4 goals against average and Dallas is 2.5. Okay. I'm in for if, if Dallas played Boston in the cup finals and we got the Tyler Sagan cup. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of girls in Boston wouldn't know what the hell to do with themselves. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Sagan ran, ran through that city when he lived, he lived in Boston. Oh boy. Sagan was just stud. He was every lot of title was, shots. You're saying he had a lot of title he, shots. He was Floyd Mayweather in Boston. Ooh. <laughs> like he was oh. every, and he was underage most of it too. So hey. like, oh, he was. That's why they tra- they traded him because they told that they there went to go. him and said, "Stop drinking, stop partying," and he was like, "Right." And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> goodbye." So he sent him to Dallas. Yeah, and he's been there ever since. He's been great for Dallas. He turned into the player that Boston thought that they had, which is an all star. So. But that would be fun. Oh, he has Dallas some title and, fights down there too. Oh, he's having a lot in Dallas. <laughs> I don't know oh, what he's man. doing. Yeah. Favorite thing about today, favorite thing about today is what? Oh my god! Um, well, obviously that uh, won the Stucky conversation. That was already, um, you know, why we do the show. Yeah, for stuff like that. That's completely. That involved one text, one tweet. <laughs> One text and then one email, literally. That's how that whole thing came about. And, you know, I I just think it's a healthy, good conversation that needs to happen more like he said, and that I do take great pride and protection of us being that place that people Mm want to come on and just say it like that's Mm -hmm. the truth. Um, Tyler so, just tweeted at us and saying, really great conversation with Stucky on the Boston versus the book. If you're interested in sports betting, go out of your way to go and listen to this big capital letters. Do not pay for picks and be careful who you're trusting. It's a good tweet, Tyler. That's it, man. That's, 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 that's again, just truth. Um, and then the other best thing about today is that um, I, I, I had a tremendous dinner late 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 last night with uh big rob and carmine and stuff from canada and we talked about a lot of things and talked about the show and how much you know big rob enjoys it and you know they're canadian guys and we don't have to just talk hockey but they love the fact that we do they really are enjoying your hot streak but there's a lot of people going through a lot of shit and the best thing about every day for a lot of people is watching us do this show. For me personally, the text, the things like this, you sent me the, th- the thing this morning. Rundown coming a little bit late now. I had one a hell of a morning, and I was like, oh, boy. The post-show discussion <laughs> it's going to be unbelievable. Like I just, and I'll get it even for five minutes. I'll be like, oh, like nobody knows. 
doesn't just nobody knows shit. Like nobody knows. Thank you guys for being here and watching the show. We're getting a big number now every day live. The replay on Sports Grid. Tell someone about the show. Subscribe mm. to the show so you don't miss it. It's mm. all happening, boys and girls. Mm. Just keep going. We're got to keep going. Uh, personally, my favorite thing about today happened also during the show, but I got a cool email from a family member that has, you know, not really been all into sports betting before, but it's fun when somebody who's known me most like my whole life comes in and watches you and I interact and, and does the show. And they're kind of like, the fuck like, this is really good <laughs> like in their in their brain they can't believe that it's really good so it's fun when people like my family comes out and i just got an email and just said i watched the first 15 minutes of the show that's sure you guys are really good like it's 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 nice when that happens because i know in their brain like people who've known me for a long period of time have watched a lot of my stuff who've seen me kind of progress and they're kind of like eh all right. Yeah. I'll watch some of Matt's stuff or whatever. Right. Like they hear from my mom or they hear from somebody else, but when right. they experience it themselves and they're into sports betting, kind of, they're like, huh. <laughs> and then that's with a word of mouth. And like, so it's always my favorite thing about what we do oftentimes is that advertising is phenomenal, but the advertising that the brigade does for us is better oh than God. anything that we could do. Like oh you guys God. doing the, the images, the gifts, the tweets, oh. everything you guys have done. Oh that endorsement means more than any dollar we could give to some billboard company to put a billboard of us up there saying, watch the show. Right. So it's kind of, it's very similar to running a small business is what we're taking ourselves into. And mm -hmm. you know, this from you, you and your dad, but like that endorsement from your, from your customer and you guys not to put you as in the customer label, but you kind of are like you as consume our content, you come to us and we need you as to be here. Well, it's awesome when you guys are enjoying it and take ownership and, and feel like you're a part of something and really help us out. So it means it means a lot. And the chat's really fun. You guys haven't been a part of it. I would highly recommend you go into it because it's quite fun and quite funny to go back and watch it both live and on repeat. But it's it, it, it's pretty cool. So that's my... I always love that. When someone comes in, you know, and show's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We know. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> we Thank know, you. We've known Tell for a somebody, while. Tell please. somebody. Yeah, we, we know Hit it's pretty the good. Hit like button while you're here watching it live, please. It's awesome. It's, it, it's a lot of fun. We're back tomorrow on a Tuesday. Let's get some more hockey plays going. We'll break down okay. NHL and NBA betting tomorrow. College basketball. Dave, you better sharpen yourself up on your college. <laughs> Big day tomorrow. <laughs> a lot of games oh. tomorrow. He's Dave. I'm Matt for fair. We're back tomorrow on a Tuesday's BVB. Ow.